player. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Versus Player podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Jono. And yes, this is the podcast about games, life and everything in between. But tonight or today or whenever it is you're listening, it is all about Halo. And, and yes, Jono, you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, um, whether it's one of our, what are we up to, like episode 17, I think it is. How's that many? Yeah, so we've been doing all right. I've lost count. Um, yeah, you know that Jono and myself, but yeah. no one more than Jono is a huge Halo fan. Is that, so, is that why Jace isn't here tonight? Well, yes. Yeah, so um, Jace <laughs> is um, off gallivanting around the world. Our, this is um, true. Yeah, our ungoy to my sen, um, Shiam and your Sengeli. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, we miss you, miss you, Jace, but um, have a good one. And this little musical tribute to you. <laughs> so um, it's also a special episode, though, because normally Jono is the host of Versus yes. Play Podcasts. But being the um, expert in Halo as he is... I kind of thought my role would be a bit superfluous if he was hosting and I wasn't um, hosting. I wouldn't have much to say. So that's kind oh, of... Don't buff of... me up too much. I, <laughs> I can see now people are lining up to like shoot down my expert status of Halo. Oh, we'll see how you go. But um, yeah. look, I've, I've kind of put it together a, a, a bit of an overview for this podcast. So what we're going to start off doing is going through each of the 13... Um, released, I think it's 13, I, I hope I'm right here, Jono hopefully will correct me, but the 13, including mobile, um, Halo games that have been released, Ooh, so we'll see we how go. we go okay. through them all, um, and then Jono's going to give us a brief overline, um, our, our overview, sorry, of the plot of each game, yes you are, okay. that's what I'm throwing on you, um, then at the end of that, Jono is going to tell us what he thinks is the best Halo game, oh. and the worst Halo game, and I think we need to take away the mobile games for that because that's going to make it too easy. Then, oh, I enjoyed some of the mobile games. Well, we'll see. Because actually, and one of them... You, you, it's like you're trying to tell me to, that I have to choose a favourite child. Well, like, you never tell your children which one's your favourite. Then it's going to get even more difficult for oh, you. Oh, here we go. I want you to rank the one through five Halo games, including Reach and ODST. So rank them definitively Jono's oh, favourites. Oh, okay. Um, we'll see how you go for that. Then yeah. a bit of trivia... Um, talk a bit of Halo Beyond games, so books, comics, movies, TV. Oh, yeah, I love that stuff too. Collectibles, awesome. um, which we both really love. And then we're going to end this episode with a very special musical number by the super talented and podcast inspirational guys at Palette Swap Ninja. Awesome. So there will be spoilers in this podcast. If you've not played any of the Halo games before, how can you not Yeah, what's them? wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and really, like, if you've kind of listened into the podcast, which we'll be calling this the inevitable um, Halo special. Hell yeah. Because you knew it was coming. Um, so, And if you didn't, shame on you. Exactly. So um, I think before we actually get into the games, the released Halo games, just before we recorded the podcast, we had a quick, just to kind of get our... Halo kind of juices flowing. Um, watch that announcement trailer from uh, Macworld back in 1999. Yep. Um, where Halo was shown to the world in a very different way than what it is today. So, Johnny, can you kind of tell us what what was Halo initially shown to the public to be? Okay. Um, well, can I give a tiny bit of history as well? For sure, yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah, okay. Um, Halo, the original Halo games were made by Bungie. Yep. Which typically back in that day, so post, oh no, sorry, pre-1999, yep. they were a Mac developer. So it made perfect sense that in Macworld, which is the precursor to what's now called WWDC, or it's kind of 
they, um, you know, Steve Jobs will get out one of the best and brightest to show off some games and show that, you know, Mac gaming was relevant. Yeah. And, um, yes, they showed Bungie. Bungie came on stage and showed this amazing game called Halo, which started out in, um, it showed what we would later know as the Master Chief running through this corridor. And for everyone watching it, it would have looked like a normal shooter. Well, even before then, when when we first see the Master Chief or the Spartan, whoever it happens to be, I'm I'm guessing it is the Master Chief, he's in front of that um, kind of hologram that we see in the original Halo, where the the Halo rings are shown and and then Guilty Spark comes up. Is that right? That's true, yeah. 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 So anyway, sorry. No, that's all right. Just running down a corridor. Running down a corridor. So it looks like a regular corridor shooter. They made those games, um, the Marathon series prior to this. So it didn't look a massive departure. It was 3D rendered and looked cool for the time. But then he runs through a corridor and out into this massive open world. Yeah. And that was just mind-blowing. And this was going to be a real-time strategy game. Yeah. So it's kind of come full circle. Well, oh. it came full circle quite a few years ago. It certainly did. With yeah. Halo Wars, which is really cool. So then, what, Microsoft came and bought... Bungie. Bungie. Yeah. So with that, the rest, The rest is history. Yeah. So what you see, and we've put that... Um, that video up on our Facebook page. So if you've not seen it before, go over there and check it out. Um, but what you saw there was really a lot of what came into Halo. So the yeah. art style, the aesthetic, the the character designs. Not like, a lot of that changed. Not a lot of it changed no. at all. And you know, even the the music was the iconic Halo. Oh, was yeah. right there as well. And the logo itself looks exactly looks yep. identical. Um, so you and know, if you even think back time wise. Like 1999, the Xbox came out 2001. Yep. So at the end of 2001. That's a yeah. that's a big turnaround in, in development time. Huge but I turnaround. guess a lot of that would have been art and assets and all that sort of thing. Which was already developed. Able, able to throw over. And like we've seen over the years in games, like countless examples of here's the, you know, an example of what we think the game's going to be. Halo, yeah. Halo 4 with, um, was it Halo 4 with Poncho Master Chief or was that 5? Five. Five, there you go. Yep. So what, when we saw that initial video with that, um, what is it, Promethean? What was uh, it? One of the Guardians. Guardians, sorry, yeah. yeah, coming out of the um, out of the ground in the desert. Yeah. That wasn't in the game. Never it was appeared. kind of like a concept idea. Yeah. Um, but here... It was even an action figure to that, do you remember that? Yeah, that was really cool. Which was a really ugly action figure, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, anyway, yeah, so he had that. And what we saw there in that original video, it could have been like a cutscene from what... We ended up having, oh. which, we, which was the final Halo Combat Evolved game. It looks like a lost scene out of Halo. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, well, going right on to that. So we're starting with the one that started it all. So right at the top, Halo Combat Evolved, um, developed by Bungie, released. Jono, when was it released? Combat Evolved, two thousand one. Two thousand and one, November fifteenth. Yes, um, for the Xbox. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. And um, just I've got a couple of little things, but we we get Jono to kind of start with. What's the plot? What goes on in the original Halo? You want the plot? Just, I mean, just in a nutshell. Like you can give us 10 second, 20 second, let's, let's kind of main, well, main points. At, at the point, we didn't know a lot. So all we knew was this, this spaceship for a group called the UNSC had jumped away from some trouble and they, were, they run into this massive ring world. And they're being chased by an alien group called the Covenant, and, just and they're that fighting ring, to survive. And that ring world, how cool was it? Oh. When you land in the in the drop pod or whatever, the, yeah, the Bumble, pod. Uh, Bumblebee is a Bumblebee escape pod. Oh, I'm going to, have to look that up now. But yeah, you might be. Uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Um, so you land, and when you're about to land, like 
all the other guys on the escape pod are like talking to you and you're like, everything's going to be all right. You land, they're all dead. It's not yeah. all right for them. And you get out and then seeing, you know, the, the world and, and they're kind of in the distance, being able to see the the ring kind of going Arcing up, into, up, yeah. up into the sky. It was, it was incredible. Well, it's that same moment that I was talking about in the, the reveal in Macworld. It was, you started off in Corridor Shooter, which was on board the Pillar of Autumn. Yep. And it was a very standard shooter. It was good. It had some nice mechanics. And for a, a console-based shooter, it was amazing. But it just took it to an entirely different level when you stepped out of that uh, that lifeboat, essentially, yep. and found yourself on this massive, massive area that you could start to explore. And yeah, yeah sure, it guided you in some ways. But then just as you thought you, you'd have you know a little bit of extra room to move around then they give you a warthog yeah. well it's pretty much straight away as well they throw a banshee at you as yeah. well when you kind of cross the bridge um, and you've got to go up the kind of around the corner to that first little base and then yeah you get the warthog when you finish that a, a, a warthog a, a pelican flies in with the and warthog drops one off yeah. drops one off and then it's just that was where the magic just kind of took you away but even that like there weren't many games where usually you turn a corner and all the enemies would spawn but in this drop shoots would come down and deliver yeah. the enemies that was really that cool. was very well done yeah and then I guess it's going on with the story beats kind of that big moment where you go in there's a soldier on the ground screaming you get his little kind of chip SD card whatever it is That's out right. of his helmet put it in yours and you see that video yeah and then that kind of really creepy kind of I don't know what sound, it, what, what, what instrument makes it, but that creepy kind of piano-y music kind of starts playing and then the flood come into that room. Yeah. And then it just becomes a different type of game again. It does. It almost becomes a horror game. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got that incredible, which we've played how many times, that incredible warthog ending oh, just it. racing through. Which that's was, it. We're playing into. <laughs> um, I, want, I want to go back and play the whole game. Mm. And that's the kind of thing about this game. Like, I didn't have an Xbox when this game came out. And like, I don't know how many other people, I bought an Xbox because I played System Link oh, multiplayer. I sold so many friends on on buying an Xbox just from having four controllers and playing together and then telling them, hey, we could hook this up with a cable and have two TVs going, or we could go further and go up to, you know, four or more. Yeah. And yeah, everyone oh, well, was in. And I did that. Like I remember my mum, whenever she went away, and I did it for my, I think it was my 20th or 19th, whatever it was around that time, birthday. I had all my mates over, four TVs. So we had the two in the house. Yeah. My TV, my computer monitor, because I had the converter oh, cable. Nice. Um, and then a friend brought another TV over, all playing system link yeah. and it was amazing and it's a huge you know we just did it right to the early morning and the amount of times we did that let alone being able to play the, the campaign oh exactly um, like you know um split screen as well kind of you know it was it was an incredible game um and i think we like we said the music marty o'donnell's score is it's we still nothing to better it today. It, exactly. it's, it's incredible so um look on metacritic yeah this game where do you think it sits in all of the Halo games on Metacritic? Oh. Not that we're huge fans of Metacritic. Um, like we, I, I like it to an extent, but not that score means everything from no, what people think. But where do you think it stands in Metacritic? I'd like to think if it was in the top, it's very new to it. It is number one yeah. on Metacritic on a 97. Um, so that's co- Halo Combat Evolved, you know, like I said. Oh, it's, I, it's I think, quite, even with... I've got two copies, two different versions of the remaster. Yep. The one that came for the Xbox One and the one that was for the 360. Yeah. I still own, I think it's two or three copies of the original. Yeah. Because it's the original. And let's be honest, <laughs> right? If it wasn't for Halo, 
Microsoft would have had to work very hard to get something else out that, like for Halo Combat Evolved, I should say, if it wasn't for that game, they would have had to work very hard to kind of get something that would have made people want to buy this system. Would we have an Xbox today without Halo? Well, I I think it all comes down to Microsoft formed a studio purely to carry on Halo. There you go. Like that says it all. That kind of answers your question. And really Halo is one of the biggest entertainment properties financially and and kind of in you know cachet social media whatever although it's kind of waning uh, you know I, I think it is I now. Agree. yep but you know there was a time where it was the i think it was one of the I, i've got it later on down here but one of the halo games was the biggest halo entertainment 2. launch in history halo 2 amazing <laughs> there you go john knows it all so let's move on to halo 2 this is the one with the arbiter surprise yes right was, was there anything else you wanted to say about combat evolved or we'll kind of go along I'm sure it'll come up again. Cool. Right. I, I love Combat Evolve. I could talk about it all day, but yeah, awesome. that's where my love started and yep. it shall continue. Me too. So, Halo 2. Jono. What do you want to know? Just what happens in Halo 2. Oh, okay. Just briefly, nutshell. All right. Nutshell. Um, so, the Master Chief survived and mysteriously so did Sergeant Johnson. That was a miracle. It was a miracle. That was a great ending in Combat Evolved in the legendary ending where he hugs the singer. It was, the, the it was the fantastic. Elite. Yeah, really cool. But, you almost have to look at that as an alternate reality because yes. clearly he survived. Yeah. Um, if you've read the novels, you'll know how he survived. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're, we're back on Earth, which is something that I think all the fans really wanted to see. That was cool. But then before you know it, you're back out into the galaxy again, fighting off the rest of the Covenant and finding out more about their history, fighting more of the Flood. Um, yeah, no, very epic game. Brought dual welding yep. in, which was huge. Um, and I, I still remember the uh, video, the teaser video. Oh, it was amazing. And the way it ends. Yep. Okay. Wait, can, can you stick it? Can you stick it? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> that was amazing. And then, and then, yeah, just that scene in the game, I remember playing. Like when, that, when Halo 2 was released, that was like, it was like, it was an event unlike anything that I can remember in video games up yeah. until that point. Like I went to the midnight launch. I went into the... Um, went, to the, went to the city and then went. Um, there was there was like a Halo event in the city. Yep. And we, with uh, with a mate Steve, and then we went to Burwood after as well for the midnight launch. Oh, there nice. too. Um, so that's where we had our offer, uh, our, our pre order. Um, I was working at Toys R Us at the time, so I don't think I I don't think we had a midnight launch, so I didn't go to one. Yeah. But I remember getting it the next day. I do suspiciously have a vague recollection of. Um, it's really weird that I can't remember this uh, more strongly, but. I don't know if I actually plugged in an Xbox at work because we had the copies a little bit early nice. and took a quick sneak nice. peek at it. <laughs> so it might have happened. Well, well, when did it come out, Jono? Halo 2. Did it bought you? Oh. So Halo 1 you got well, right with well, 2001. Well, we only celebrated the um, the 10th anniversary, what was it, about two years ago. So if we're talking two years ago, it'd be 2005? Or is it 2004? Four. 2004, yeah. November 9th. And we got it first in Australia. Yes. So we were like the first in the world to get it. And... At that time, 2004, I was able to just the next day. That day it came out, I just took the next day off, or I had it off. Yeah, and you know that's that time in my life, um, being being you know young in your student yeah. or whatever. Um, well, that was still before we knew each other. Halo Two was where we where we met through Halo yeah. Two somewhere somewhere in the timeline of Halo Two. We, we played it together. Yeah. We, we met, and um, yeah, like. I, I finished the game the next day it came out. Well, essentially the day it came out, I should say, because it was... It was a pretty quick launch. finish. And um, that ending. 
Yes. Tell us about the but, ending. But what about even the shock of like a mission in, you're suddenly not playing the, the chief? That's what I mean, the one with the Arbiter surprise. Like it really was. Oh, it really was a was... huge shock. And I remember playing it thinking, that's amazing. How did they yeah. do this? And like, well, how did they do this? And I didn't know about it because yeah. this was in the days where I would eat everything up, like any news about anything. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I knew. Like I remember it being a no, surprise. No, I don't remember knowing it was yeah. a surprise, yeah. And then, yeah, that ending where it's kind of like, you know, what are you going to do? Well, the big what thing. What did you say, Johnny? That li- final, uh, final line? Yeah, I'll finish the fight. Finish the fight. Finish the fight. Great line. Which, you know, we had to wait a few years for. But, um, and that was a bit of a shock, too. Like, but then I think a lot of us didn't realize how big the multiplayer would end up being. Oh, mate, that was it. And I remember I put. Because my... it was big on the original Xbox. It was huge. But, but then... there was no online. Yeah. And this really changed it. What were you about to say? Well, that was the one. It was the most popular game on Xbox Live for two years until the release of Gears of War. And there were people still playing it. Yeah. Like, there was that, there was a little bit of a standoff there at the end. Oh, there was. There, there was, was those, 10 people still people playing. Just yeah. keep on playing it. So they As their connection the kept dropping off. Yeah. Their servers. And there were this group of people who just kept on going with it. And that multiplayer was, was phenomenal. I remember just loving it and it worked. Yep. And yeah, it was, it was an incredible game. Yeah. Um, and even though people were really upset with the ending, I remember being so excited about it. I'm yeah. just thinking that's really cool. That's a cool way to end it ah. because we wanted more and, you know, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it too. It was, um, I mean, yeah, it left you wanting so much more, but then there was that promise that there was more coming. Yeah. Uh, it was, I know Bungie came out and said later on that the scope of the game, they'd yep. always planned for everything to be in Halo 2, but when they, they got around to it and they had to release it on a, uh, a timeline because everyone was hungry for more Halo, um, that it just made sense to roll over the rest of the game into Halo 3, yeah. which also tied in really, really well for the um, the Xbox 360. Yeah. Well, before yeah. we get to Halo 3, though, we said about it being the biggest, highest-grossing release in entertainment history. It made 125 million US in its first 24 hours. That is a nice That's you know, bigger investment. than most movies even today. Oh, that's incredible. I mean, no wonder Microsoft have held on to it with, you know, clawed hands and we'll let them and bring it on more and more exactly so then we move on to Halo 3 this is the one where you finish the fight until the next fight <laughs> <laughs> but it did finish the trilogy it did it finished the, it finished the original trilogy before it, it we tied got up to. the Master Chief storyline yep. quite quite comfortably until it was deemed that he needed another storyline um, which you know I'm not complaining about so what happens in Halo 3 not sure so we're back to Earth yep um, we learn more about the Forerunners and we finally put the nail in the coffin of the Covenant as we knew it and also the Flood in a big way. In yeah. fact, if anything, um, we haven't seen the Flood again except for one game that I can think of, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But in timeline, that was the end of the Flood, right? In timeline, we haven't seen the Flood since that. Yeah. yeah. Which was cool. Uh, <coughs> or have we? Or have Novels. We? Comics. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk bit. about that. We'll get yeah. to it. Awesome. I love it. I love this. Um, it was the best-selling Xbox 360 exclusive title, um, and I think rightly so. Like, again, the campaign, that ending, that was the ghost ending, right? Where you were on the platform things? Yes. When they were all falling apart? Yes. How many times? Because this was definitely our friendship was there. This was the one oh, yeah. that we used to – I used to come to your place, and we would just play – campaign I love finishing that game with over, you over and over again. and yeah. over again and that part with the with the yeah going on the platforms where you could 
Especially if it you're on for, different like mongooses or well, warthogs. Well, it was supposed to be was it supposed to be the mongooses, but we knew where there was a spot where you could find the ghosts, right? Yes, and we did that. And yes. then there was that little grunt. You, I remember you showed me one. I this love the grunt Easter egg <laughs> where there's this grunt in the finale, kind of off to the side. That was so cool. There was so many good Easter eggs. Yeah, there. Um, lots of celebrity voices and things yes. um, throughout the game. Man, just incredible game. And then with the multiplayer, they had the forge introduced and the file yes. sharing. Yes, um, and I remember. Like we, was this the one we we used to play with Jace as well? Yeah, we did. And he made this map. What was that stage? The multiplayer. Oh, Bomb Goose. Yeah, we called it Bomb Goose. Where where was that (laughs) one with the two? um, It was a bridge that you were, and it had um, man cannons on either side. But we'd launch like um, what mongooses through the spawn in mongooses over and over again, and he'd have lots of power weapons, and it would just essentially be. You'd get in a mongoose, you'd get on the man cannon, fly up in the air, shoot a rocket to the other side while someone else shot a mongoose. It was just explosions galore. It was so much fun. It was. We had had a ridiculous amount of fun playing that game, not leveling up in multiplayer, although we did a lot of that too. We did. We we weren't bad. We we held our own in a big way. We did. We don't anymore, but we did then. And it was was incredible. Oh, yeah. That was so many epic memories that... You know, are starting to fade, which is really sad. But yeah. they're, um, yeah, no, that, that multiplayer. Like I still remember playing with my brother in New Zealand and you guys. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, that's right. I played a lot with your brother yeah. too, and Simon, and we had some epic games. <clears throat> yeah, and like yeah. with that as well. That was a time where, like, I'm not huge on multiplayer now, no, as much as I, I was back then. Um, but when you used to just play with randoms and get good conversations going and really positive, yeah. and you know. He didn't have those kind of dramas that you no. often get that have led to kind of, in my mind, you know, the, the the reason I think a lot of people kind of unplug is because there's a lot of negativity. Oh, unfortunately. And, and it was a more positive... It was a great know, community. Maybe it's a bit looking at it, oh, Boker my day sort of thing, but... Oh, there was still it was the a kid, really good community. There's still the young yeah, kids, but the, they got drowned out pretty quickly. But the matchmaking, I think... I don't know fantastic. how it did it, but it just... If you're... Um, that your feedback was positive, it would put you with other people who had positive feedback. It was a really like clever matchmaking system, and it was really obvious. It was really no transparent about how it did it, so it made the experience a lot more fun. And like to the point that I remember jumping in a game with me and my brother, and I don't remember if you were in this one or not, Joe. And I'll see if you remember the, okay. the memory as well. And this again, I can't remember if this was the end of Halo Two or the start of Halo Three, but um, this was back in the days when I was single. And, Nope. M hasn't noticed that. She's sitting in the background there. And um, these these two girls from the States jumped on into a game with us. And my brother starts... Oh, yes, yes, yes. ...starts chatting them up for me. And it's like, uh, I remember saying to him, because he's in New Zealand, they're in the US and we're in Australia. And I remember saying to my brother, what are you What are you doing? It's not like, it's not like anything's going to happen here. But they were really lovely. And I think they ended up going out... On the town, like they end up leaving our game because they're going out for the night, but they yeah. were having a good old laugh. Yeah. One of them always said, "Oh no, we'd rather hang around and keep playing with <laughs> you guys, but we've got a, we got plans." But I've still got to this day people in my friends list who I don't play with, but yeah, I, I oh, got them on my friends list because of the Halo. Yeah, you know, from the Halo Three days. Yeah. Um, before we move on from there, just two other quick things. That was the collector's edition, right? That was the cat helmet. That was the cat 3. helmet. The cat helmet. Love that helmet. It's amazing. Like, I know it doesn't fit your head. No. But in in the world of collector's editions, because we were massive in collector's, that was the in ultimate. collector's editions. Well, that, that was the, the one that I also... Okay, I was about to say it was my first 
Halo themed Xbox, but it wasn't. My first was actually a replacement to my original Xbox. But I remember this was the point where I already had an Xbox 360 and I was considering a second. This is, I had a bachelor pad and I ended up having three. It was the best bachelor pad. Oh, three 360s up in the house. Uh, the the week that the Halo 3 console was coming out, the week before the Elite came out, I thought, oh, extra hard drive space, costs about the same than the Halo 3 one, so I won't get that. And I got the Elite, and then the Halo 3 console came out, and I got that too. Nice. Unfortunately, the, the poor thing, Red Ring yeah. of Death, and it sits in storage currently, but um, yeah. Well, I remember picking that up from you, so thank you, sir. I remember coming, I didn't go to the midnight for this one, but I remember walking in, picking it up, uh, with this gigantic box, and just like, yeah, that was so cool. Like, oh, the JB home. days where I remember putting them on pre-order for, and the first like eight names in the list on pre-order were all staff and friends. <laughs> when did Halo 3 come out, Jono? Oh, so. I'm not good with dates, by the way. If this is me on the other end, I would be terrible at this. I'm struggling, but the good thing is there's been a lot of anniversaries lately. There has been. So we're about to hit the Halo 3 anniversary. It's this year. So that means it came out in 2007. It did. September 25th, 2007. Now, I missed with Halo 2. In terms of Metacritic, where do you think Halo 2 sits? I reckon it's lower. I think the Arbiter switch through a lot of people. It's kind of like uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, where yeah. you know Raiden took over. Everyone was like, oh, come on. But it so was cool. It, it was cool. Like, yeah. you know, people in, wanted what they thought they wanted. Exactly. And in hindsight, that's the way it was. So I reckon it's, it's lower down on you know top five but lower down i was so surprised because i thought exactly the same thing as you because i remember when it came out and people were like this is not the game i wanted these are this is not the character i wanted to play as yeah it is second oh nice with a 95 where do you think halo 3 sits third yes it does wow that's awesome yeah so halo 3 third what are the odds that, that one two and three yeah, are so yeah. really close and then we start getting dramatically in a different direction now because yeah. we've got halo one two and three and the next halo game and Correct me if I'm wrong, Jono, as we go through, but this is my research. Halo Wars was the next Halo game to be released. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and what, when, do you know what year that came out in? Well, if it was the next game to be released, because I know the game after it would have been Halo 3 ODST. It was. After that, that wouldn't have been long after Halo 3. So I'm guessing Halo Wars was the beginning of 2008. 2009. Ah, and Halo 3 to ODST was also so in 2009 we've got two two. Halo games so we'll start with Halo Wars this is the one in my opinion that has the best cutscenes oh they are epic they are and and Halo Wars 2 what a disappointment that they didn't just have that cutscenes after every mission yeah Yeah. like they did like Halo Wars was was an amazing game like we played a lot of it Um, this was developed by Ensemble um, for 360 Rest their poor yeah, souls. Rest, rest well, them. maybe not their souls, but, you know, the company's soul. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we got a definitive edition around the release of Halo 2. Which I've been playing Halo again Wars now. 2, sorry, yeah. I should say. Um, but we played a lot of this game together as well. I think we did the, yeah. whole, the whole campaign online yeah. um, together I'd as well. I'd still like to do Halo Wars 2 together as well. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. So what's the plot of Halo Wars, Jono? So Halo Wars is set 20 years before the events of Halo. And uh, it follows. It actually follows the early days of the war with the Covenant. So, if um, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but in the books, the first colony to be uh, attacked by the Covenant is Harvest, yep. and that's where Halo War starts. They've just retaken Harvest from the Covenant, and they're fighting a few wars, and then it follows on from there. And chronologically, ends up being the first appearance of the Flood. Ah, oh, there you go. That's yeah. cool. I did. I but, remember that. 
the rest of UNSC never know about it because oh yes, no, I do remember this. Yeah. Yes, that was cool. Because the 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 ship, the main ship in uh, Halo Wars, the Spirit of Fire, uh, never made it back to UNSC territory, or did it? Or did it? Da, da, da. Great real time strategy game for yes. a console. Um, for those of you used to real time strategy games on on a computer, so PC or Mac or Linux, if you're that way inclined, yep. um, it is it is a bit more stripped down version. But I, I really like it. So yeah, it's a, you chuck everything at the battle, but there is a bit of you know, old rocks is paper type balancing going on with you know air and infantry and yep. and vehicles. So no, I I really enjoy it. I think the art style is spot on. You're right; those cutscenes just can't be beat. They really yep. set the tone for the whole game. But also, it's attention to detail in terms of history. Funnily enough, I believe the rumor mill is that Bungie were never very happy about the fact that somebody else was allowed to play in their garden uh, at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was always looked as the sort of um, the stepchild. These days, it's it's fully fledged. And while it'll never have the same following as the rest of the Halo games, I think it's a very solid effort. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think, um, like we said, in terms of the story, you, you kind of covered all that. Going to the multiplayer side of things, it oh, was... I loved it, but... It, it, was, it was such a fun game that we played against each other. Yeah. But we had so many... And we've spoken about it on previous Versus yeah. Player podcasts. We would play online and people would play as the the, the covenant. covenant and just do this kind of spamming the shields oh, it was kind horrid. of thing. And they wouldn't attack you. They couldn't beat you, but you couldn't do anything to beat yeah. them. Like they were just completely... It was a war of attrition. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And, and that kind of spoiled the fun of that. Oh, but, it really um, did. I think when we used to play against each other, we had oh, heaps, of heaps of fun. And it was an incredible game. Um, where do you think this sits on the Metacritic scale? They don't have to give me a number, but... I think it's that? much lower down. It is, yeah. Yeah, it I'm not surprised by that. An 82 on Metacritic equal... That's still pretty good. Equal 10th overall. Okay. Yeah, so it's, look, I, like I said, there's a lot... Equal 10th. Yeah. I'm really intrigued to see what it's equal with, but I'm sure we'll get to that we'll get shortly. To that. And look, <laughs> any, for anybody who didn't play it, if you don't, you don't, I don't even care if you don't go and play Come and game. borrow a copy off me. No, actually, I don't want to give it to you. But <laughs> Watch those cutscenes. I'll cut buy you a copy. <laughs> Just go online and watch those cutscenes. They are they are incredible. Ah, the, I'm, if I remember rightly, there's a YouTube video that has all the cutscenes one after the other. I'm sure. There's YouTube videos yeah, for there all is. sorts of things. Actually, yeah. I, th- I think the entire cutscenes for um, Halo 4 are also online for everything. But yeah, probably all of them. Yeah. But you, you the were saying about the controllers, the controls for... Halo Wars. Yep. I remember playing it just thinking, you know what? There's nothing else really I need to do. I think the controls were better than Halo Wars 2 in Halo Wars the original. Yeah, I agree. I found jumping between the groups much easier in Halo Wars 1. I don't know yeah. why, but just from memory and when I played it. But anyway, we'll move on to the other game that was released in 2009, the one with the rookie, ODST. So what's an ODST, Jono? An orbital drop, drop shock trooper. Yes, it is. And, and so what happens in this game? So it's it's played from um, a very different point of view. You're not playing as the Master Chief. And yes, in Halo Wars, you didn't play as the Master Chief, but there were Spartans And this is, this is a bungee game? Bungie this is a game. bungee game. Um, it uses the Halo 3 engine, and it, it's a side story. So it's set in um, one of the, the places on Earth that we happen to visit during the events of Halo 3 is New, bon- New Mombasa. Yep. And this happens to detail a bit more of the story as to what happened after the chief departed from the events, or at least before and after. Yeah. It's um, of interest. A lot of the voice cast is the voice. Uh, uh, 
are the actors from Firefly, at least yeah. the male actors. Yeah. So we've got Nathan Fillion, Alan Tudyk, and um, oh, it's going to bug me now if I can't remember his name. Um, Baldwin. Baldwin, yes. Alec, no, no, no. no uh, Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Yeah. There we go. So the three of them actually three of the main characters in the yeah. game that you play as throughout the course of the game. But the main character you play as is the rookie. Yep. Because they want the you, silent character. The silent character, which bit of Half Life homage there. Exactly. You, you embody the character entirely. <laughs> A lot of other games did it too. Yeah, this is true. Also. But Half Life is probably one of the yeah, most obvious yeah, ones. Just okay. he had a name. Yeah. Um, and I think it was a really nice step because it was very different. Yep, and you can um, choose your own kind of way you tackle the, the your path. The fourth, yeah, fourth. there was a fifth one at the end, right? The fifth yeah, story there was. At the end, yeah, but the four kind of paths there. Exactly. So I, I thought the story was really smartly designed. Yep. It was very different, and a lot of people didn't like the whole wandering through the hub world. Sort yeah. Of thing. Yep. Um, but no, I remember really enjoying it, and especially that soundtrack. Yeah. I thought Marty O'Donnell did such an amazing job of capturing such a different feel. Yep. He captured that feeling of of despair or if not despair that like quiet hope yep. that you know you'll get through it but you're in a pretty bad moment yep. um through jazz yeah like it was a, it was a real sort of jazz with a quiet piano and yeah it was um really introspective and, and thoughtful nice um i love that soundtrack yeah. it's a really good one it's good oh. if you're feeling a bit down or you want to just feel you know so a bit melancholy yeah, cool. and then you switch back on halo one two or three and finish that fight <laughs> <laughs> well I, I look i remember absolutely again i all the all this first person shooter halo games i've loved all of them yeah me too um and i remember playing this and being really pleasantly surprised yeah um, by the different direction that it that it took i actually when i was doing this i'm like oh it is halo 3 odst not just halo odst no which is what kind of i thought um even I though remember- even though it's set during the events of halo 2 <laughs> there you go but i remember it came with the multiplayer disc for Halo, yeah. all the, all the with all, all the maps, yeah, all the maps and everything. So that kind of revitalised that there and yeah. got a new player base because I was still playing it. Yeah, so was as I. Well. Actually, interestingly, it's the one uh, one of two Halo games where I've got all but one achievement. Oh. so on on Halo Wars, I'm missing one achievement, which was gain the rank of general on Halo on yep. Xbox Live, yep. which I don't think I'll ever get now. And wasn't going to at the time either. And this one is one that we have tried personally That's, many a time. Oh, this firefight. So this was where firefight was introduced. Exactly. Now, firefight. Tell us about firefight. Firefight. I love. I'm really saddened that it. Um, well, it's been modified since. It has been modified, yeah. and I don't mind the current version, but this one was was epic. And it was. essentially, it's what um, Gears of War introduced with Horde, Horde mode. mode. Yeah. So you basically you're chucked into a, a level. And you've got to survive continuing waves of ever-increasing difficulty uh, of bad guys being dropped into the mission. But the achievement required four of you to jump on Xbox Live with unique IDs and to survive through to the fifth wave. And each wave had um, three, you know, little... Actually, maybe it was three waves within a a group or... Yeah, something like that. I can't remember how they added it up. But... um, we used to get so close. There were two other people we played with that we don't see much of anymore. And, yeah. And just, we got so close. And we, I, I reckon, you know, we were the, the key players in this. And, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not to kind yeah. of, you know. Not to put a final point or anything. But yeah. no, it's true. Like, there was, there, I think if we had a crew then who were kind of, you know, at our level then, 
I think we would have been able to do it. I remember trying that so many yeah. times. I have that that stage etched in my brain, and I knew because we used to pick the same level each time yep. as well. It was, it was the same level because that's one we got really close in where it, it was, was going around. There was a yes. building in the middle. You go around the outside. It was the nature reserve. Yeah, yep. and then there would be a. A tank would come, a race would come back, yep. back, and we just have to take that out because that yep. would wreck shop. Like one shot you, and you'd be gone because we're going the warthog. But the Spartan around. laser was fantastic yeah. for that, and the sniper up top. But you had to really work as a team. Yeah. I think that was the fun, and why I'd really like to try it again. I think we still well, got that's in the Master Chief collection now, right? It is, but Firefight isn't for oh. ODST. I still have copies of. Oh. I still have my three sixties or two of them. Anyway, we can still do it. Awesome. We got to get back to that, but. Moment. I have one other tidbit for Halo yep. uh, Halo Three ODST. Um, it was an interesting point in my life, but that all, all that aside, this, the short story is: this is probably one of the only Halo games I actually went to the midnight oh, launch cool. for. It was the most underkeyed midnight launch ever. <laughs> there was it was nothing to it, but I'd gone to the movies to see District Nine, oh, nice. which which was going to be the Halo movie yeah. potentially. So um, I thought that was really District Nine is an awesome movie. Awesome movie. Yeah. I wouldn't prefer the Halo movie as awesome as it so, is. Yeah. Like a, a proper, you know, cinema. I know we've got some Halo movies. We'll talk about them later. But it would have been nice to get yeah, agreed. A, a Halo movie at that caliber. I remember the collector's edition for this was um, bundled with a controller. You could buy the controller separately later on as well. Yeah. It didn't come with anything else. So, um, But I, I still have that controller. It's, it's very cool. Cool. Well, yeah. let's go on to the next game. Well, actually, Metacritic, what do you reckon? Oh, you know what? The fans weren't as big a fan of this. No, they weren't. I think we love it, but um, most people weren't as, as huge. This isn't the equal 10th one, is no, it? No, this is close it's lower, though, yeah, isn't it? Eighth. Eighth. 83, 83. So only one well, see, point behind, though. But then that being said, 83 is still a really respectable score. It's very... It, yeah. Look, you'll find that all bar one of these games have a very respectable... Oh, I'm really intrigued score. to find out which it's one... It's not going to be a surprise when we get okay. to it. So the next one is Halo Reach. Now, this is the one with that <sighs> epic collector's edition statue like, it does I haven't seen this statue in a long time it's been in storage at my parents place for a I, while I've cleaned up at home and I pulled it out yeah. I showed the kid and it's just it's beautiful yeah so Halo Reach Jono what goes on before I do go into it wow poor Jace he'd be dying right now listening to all this Halo talk <laughs> It'd just be too much for him. He loves it, but it's just this is. <laughs> That's why we chose this kind of thing without yeah. JC. Yeah, it was it was very good planning on your behalf, sir. So. Um, so Halo Reach, I've got to say, I had some high expectations for this game. Yeah. Um, and while that makes it sound like I was disappointed, let's talk about disappointment first. Yeah. So I'd read the novel. It was one of the first novels I'd read, um, The Fall of Reach, by Eric Nyland. Yeah. And such an epic story and it's a Master Chief story very much about the Master Chief and what happened with Reach Reach was one of the main colonies and where the UNSC had one of their biggest bases before it was destroyed by the Covenant and so this story has always been an epic one and it also happens to be Bungie's song song, yep. song, swan, swan, swan. swan song thank you you got there wow talk about yet yeah, tongue <laughs> twisters um, on the whole Halo franchise so I thought it was a really good game to go on, but yeah. they chose to go in a very different direction. So we didn't see that. Well, sorry, we didn't see much of the Master Chief in this yeah. game. Um, it was yeah, it was actually a story about another group of Spartans who we hadn't been introduced to before in in a big way. They were the group of Spartan Three, so the next class essentially, yeah. and they're a very different group. But um, it's what they were doing during the invasion of Reach by the Covenant and how it all ended, but also how it set up. The events of the first Halo game. Yeah, yeah. 
It was. It was. I. I remember loving again. I, I've said about all of them so far. Actually, I haven't said my opinion on this one. But go ahead. Go, no, well, no. I remember. I remember playing the game and loving it and loving. You know, because you got to play as the different characters as you went through. Right in. Well, towards the end, sorry, you got to see. We said we're spoiling it. How yeah, they yeah. met their demise. Yes. Kind of going towards the end. Well, th- think back. This is a very Rogue One story. It really is. Yeah. So, it, so spoilers for those of you that have not watched Rogue One yet and. Tisk tisk. But you know where Rogue One's going to go, surely. Well, people, there's some people that didn't. Really? Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, we had this discussion with Jace. Jen didn't see it coming either. Okay. But, um, yeah, you know, everybody doesn't make it out. Yeah. This is very much a, um, a mission that is about getting the mission done For the at all good. costs. Yep. Yeah. And I remember playing it just thinking, because I, I love that sort of story. Yeah. You know, this really heroic going out in a bank sort of thing. You know, yeah. just just knowing that this is the right thing to do and I'm going to do it at, at my own sacrifice. Yep. And that's what the story was. And I remember that last stage. I played that last stage over and over again. Oh. And then it was a multiplayer map after as well or near there. Yeah. Um, that was a really cool multiplayer yeah. stage too. And um, just, yeah, just thinking that story was, again, very different. Like ODST was. Yeah. They took it. They took Halo somewhere different and made it incredible. You got to be Spartans again. Um, yeah. So that kind of brought that feel back to it. But it had its own feel. Uh, when did this game come out, Jono? Cool. Okay. You were- so I was still at JB Hi-Fi when this game came out, or I just left. So this would make this 2008. No. 2009 oh. was the last ones. This was 2010. We got so it wasn't a JB three Hi-Fi. We Halo games. We got three Halo games. In the space of three years. In the space of two years. Oh, two years. 2009, right, yeah. 2010. And we got another one. And on Metacritic... I'd like to think this was fourth. It was fourth. Yeah, there we go. Well done, mate. 90, 91 on Metacritic. And before we move on as well, just the multiplayer introduced some different elements, like different styles as well, which kind of drew on, drew from other kind of shooters at the time. So they had that generator defense and the invasion mode. They are some of my favorite modes that unfortunately weren't as popular, not because they were bad, but I just think... Everyone um, played Slayer. Yeah, they did. Or Capture the Flag. Yeah, and it was it was really interesting that that's the way it went. Um, was it Halo Reach that brought back a well? They did it a couple of times, but they had like a a Blood Gulch or a Battle Creek, whatever it was. Yes, there was another one. Yeah, in that, in that yeah. as well. I remember playing that a lot too. Yeah. All right. So from there, from Halo Reach, we it had went, Firefight too. It had Firefight too. I love Firefight. Yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Firefight. I wanted in every game. Oh, did I? Yeah. Like when I played when the late like the Gears of War. Yeah. Horde mode is. Oh, it was one so of my all time favourites. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. So next, we go into Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. Oh, that was next. That was next. Yeah. So when do you think? So we had 2010. We have. 2011? Yeah. 2011. Yeah. Like, this is. We're pumping out the Halo games. Well, here. this is the 10th anniversary of. Yep. That's why it's anniversary evolved. Yeah. yeah. And this was 343 Industries with Saber Interactive. This is the one that brought back the pistol, like we remember it. Yeah. Um, and, it and it had a little multiplayer. Which was actually taken off the Reach engine. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the whole game is built off the Reach engine, um, an altered version of it. Uh, we won't talk about the storyline because, well... We already have. We already have. But one of the coolest features introduced that I'd never seen done in another game yep. was the fact that you could press one button and go back to the original graphics. I don't know if Monkey Island did it before or after oh, this, maybe. but Monkey Island... I think lots yeah. of games have done it since. Yeah, Duck Tales and whatever. I think that does the same sort of thing. But this but is one of the most noticeable ones. That was incredible. That was because it was it was very seamless. You'd press the button, yes. and you'd go back to the 2001 graphics, and then back to these updated 2011 graphics. Um, and yeah, the the style was very good. Saber Interactive, the guys that helped develop this game for three four three, 
um, actually helped Bungie on the end of Reach with some of the multiplayer levels. Oh, cool. Actually, I do remember that at the time. Yes, yes. We won't say too much else about it, um, but I remember it coming out thinking, this is going to be amazing. We're going to get an anniversary edition of every Halo game coming forward and we and we, did. And we and we'll talk did. about that yeah. we'll talk about that soon but um that was a really that was really cool fan service my 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 biggest disappointment was that there wasn't some epic collector's edition yeah there it. wasn't was there it was very um bare bones just standard release um but i think the real collector's edition in it was the fact that it, it was the game itself yeah it was uh, the game itself and it looks and the yeah, such a nice improvement it. yeah yeah and where do you think this sits on metacritic I don't think it's as high. No. No, I, th- I think, uh, are we talking like seven or is it the equal 10? It is the equal 10. Oh, Nicely done, go. mate. Nice. 82 on Metacritic. Now we go into, well, this was the last 361? Or no, they've actually released. Anyway, we're going to Halo 4. This yes. is the one where 343 takes Made the their lead, own game at made last. Made their own game, kind of goes from there. Um, tell us about Halo 4. The Master so Chief it, is back. And it's the beginning of... The um, Forerunner Saga, is that what they call it? They, they've changed the name a couple of times. Okay. But yeah, the Forerunner Saga, Master Chief's new trilogy, uh, which is now not just a trilogy. It's, um, yeah, it's a continuation of the Master Chief story, but it's it's a new beginning. So like, what happens in Halo Forge, I know. So when we last left the Master Chief at the end of Halo 3, and we haven't seen him since then, yeah. well, at least not in any new adventures, Um he was left in the rear section of the Ford Unto Dawn. Yep. And he said, wake me when you need me or something. To Cortana. Yeah. And Cortana's been watching over him. Yeah. Um, f- for anyone who knows the law in Halo, AI don't have a lifespan beyond seven years before they go into something called rampancy, yep. which um, means they basically think themselves to death. Yeah. And she's well past this point at this time. Yeah. So um, this is a story not just about the Master Chief, but very much about Cortana as well. They've always been a pair, but this is really where they've highlighted the both of them. And the lead up to this game, the advertising around that was really tugging on your emotional, like your love for Cortana. Yeah. The way that, you know, she's not who she was before. She needs to be, you know, what's going to happen to her? Yeah. Like, is she going to survive? Like, I remember, I remember playing the game thinking, Cortana is, this is Cortana's... Yeah, end. and I was really sad by the idea of it. But anyway, so what else goes on in it? Well, because because the whole way through as well, the Master Chief is holding on to this hope that yeah. if he can get it back to Doctor Halsey, then there's a, a chance that you know they can revive her, seeing as how you know she's created well, she's modeled, for, modeled off created off a, a cloned brain of Doctor Halsey's. Yeah. Um, yeah, but interesting story because we get introduced to a new enemy. The Covenant come back, but. Um, in a much smaller form. They're a, a bunch of Sangili and also the other Covenant races that have banded together that still believe the Covenant should be a thing, yeah. even though, you know, they're really not. So you still encounter the Covenant, but then you get introduced to a new character. And that's the forerunners that we'd always been told about and that we'd had hints of thanks to the Halo rings were finally being introduced as a major character. Yeah. There was actually some leading with some books on this as well. Um, and yeah, we we meet the didact. Yep. Uh, quite the nasty character. Has it's a, the Prometheans is the race. That's the, the Prometheans are the um, they were like a they weren't they were a race of forerunners. Okay. Who were the warrior sect, okay. but they were a special part of the warrior sect who followed the didact. Cool. It's um yeah it's their their lineage and how it all works is very convoluted. Well, not convoluted, but yeah. 
interesting. So yeah, no, this is an interesting story because yeah, it does end under rather tragic circumstances. Somebody yeah. gives their life to make sure the Master Chief succeed, yeah. uh, survives. We can all guess who that is. Yeah. Um, well, we said it's going to be spoilers. Like, yeah, I'm we did. imagining everyone who's listening to this has probably played has them. Has probably played them. Or and if, not, if you haven't, like, you should have paused ages ago. Yeah, the ship but, probably sailed. Thanks for the download, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Cortana, you know, meets her end. Or does, does she? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about multiplayer, though. Well, before we do that, oh, I yeah? remember in the campaign, the first time he came up against one of the Prometheans, whatever they, 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 the race, and he picked up their weapon. Oh. And the way the weapon just transformed in your hand. Oh, I remember amazing. just chain, pressing, was it Y? Just pressing that button just That's over right. and over again. And then getting a new weapon and just doing it in a different way. In different way. effects, yeah. Like, this is like Transformers in my hand. Yeah. It was amazing. It was like, and there was other games that have done similar things, but on a console, in a shooter, so seamless in game. Yeah. That was phenomenal at the time. Like, that was incredible. But the, And the Knights, they were. It's funny. I, it's something in the game that I don't think on a TV s- screen portrays it very well or not without maybe the benefit of VR. But the Knights were actually quite large characters. Yep. It wasn't until I saw an action figure of both the Chief and the Knight next to him in terms of scale that you really got an understanding of how much bigger they were yeah. than you or if you saw them in, in certain cutscenes. Um, but even then, it was always framed in such a way that it, you didn't get a really good indication of that. Um, so you wanted to say about the multiplayer? Just before I do, because you, now you've got me started. Okay. Um, uh, good, good. Let's go. The, I, I really like the character design in this, but the story is the, bar, the part where I enjoyed it, but I didn't feel as attached to it as I did the original trilogy. And I, I still haven't quite put my finger on it. I do like Halo 4 quite a lot, but it took me ages to go back and replay it, while the other ones I've replayed multiple times. Yeah. And for me, Halo 4, it had in the multiplayer, so yep. it had Spartan Ops. Yeah, Spartan Ops was a really interesting experiment, and I'd like to talk about that some more too. It's, I think I I ended up finishing it with you. It would have been like just before, well after the fact, like just before Halo Five came out. Yeah, it was because I remember playing it and being really underwhelmed. Like I pl- I tried to play it on my own. Yeah, and it, it it was a little bit like Firefight with little bits of story yes. thrown in, and I wanted the story and. You know, we played I, I, the way I play the Halo games. I'd play it through on um, yep. on Heroic first, yep. and then play it back on Legendary, and then try to do a Legendary run with you yep. online, or better yet, sitting next to each other. Yeah. Although we'll talk about that later <laughs> um, as well, which has been taken away from us. Um, Although it's coming back, it's coming back. They got it right, um, but the multiplayer there, yeah, Spartan Ops. So that was like little story missions and they weren't all released at once were they they kind of came no they did in seasons yeah yeah which they, is a cool idea it was a great idea they they did um i can't remember if it was two two halves of season one yep. and then season two never happened because it wasn't popular enough and it was free right it was you know what i have to i'd have to look back on it because okay. i i think you had to buy a certain edition okay to well, get well, it. well we probably had that. we had it we had it yeah. yeah and they did that with with halo 5 all the dlc was free Yes, and then so with this, I, I don't know if it was but no it was four. A, four had a um, season pass. Yeah, season season pass. But yeah. this was really smart, like because for me, my, I love like Halo. Are they're, they're the games that I play multiplayer. Yeah, I agree. Um, but for someone like me now, I, I want to. It's all about the story. You know, I love story in games. Yeah, me too. And having a that, that kind of a po- approach, piecemealing 
an extra story. It was story. a great idea. It was really smart of them. It was just a shame that the execution was you played on the same maps again and again, yep. which, you know what, I wouldn't have had a problem with, but the story wasn't strong enough no. to tie it in. It was a very, um, you're following the day-to-day operations of a, of a Spartan team that weren't, uh, you know what, they, they were at the bottom rung of Spartan teams yeah. in terms of, like, this is the point where anyone could be a Spartan. So, you know, you, you put your hand up and you were a Spartan. And they weren't as powerful as, as the chief. Yeah. So you're basically following around a bunch of normal grunts. Yeah. It had the potential to be a really cool story. And they were actually setting up stuff for Halo 5 that they ended up changing because it didn't pan out, yeah. um, which I'm happy to talk about. But... Um, yeah, the multiplayer, if we don't talk about Spartan Ops for a second, because I, in all reality, I actually enjoyed Spartan Ops well, more than I expected to. I remember Spartan Ops being exceptionally hard. It was. Like, compared to the campaign, compared yeah. to anything else that had come before it. Like, there was one map where, right in the opening, you would come up a hill. Like, you'd, come, you'd bat- battle a little group of enemies, then you'd go up a hill. And if you didn't get the right weapon at the bottom yeah. of that hill, and you went up to the top... When you went back to your checkpoint or whatever it did, like you'd have, you'd, you'd be finished. You have no yeah. chance because they would come at you from two sides. There was this big rock in front of you. There were two paths you could take. Yes, and if you didn't go fast enough, they would come down the two paths, and it'd, it'd be over. Like you just had no chance. I think from a longevity point of view, they'd somehow decided, and this is something Halo had not really done before, was to have the ability for enemies to respawn from off screen and come through. So you were getting reinforcements hitting you constantly. And if yeah. you didn't move forward fast enough... This is the you, old Call of Duty and enemy closet kind of method. It almost was, yeah. yeah. And um, it did make it a very different experience. And I think that's part of what really brought it down. It wasn't... They didn't... This is the time that 343 didn't look at the heritage and didn't follow, how can I inject 30 seconds of fun? That's and then it, another and that, 30 seconds of fun, and another 30 seconds of fun. Tell us about 30 seconds of fun, because this is this is a very you know, big important phrase in the in the Halo universe. Well, this was Bungie's mantra that yep. the gameplay should be continual pockets of 30 seconds of fun so that you had uh, that 30 seconds where you were just being bombarded and you were winning and you felt like a god almost. Yep. And then you'd move on to another part. But it was always the aim to keep you occupied for those quick periods. It- and that kept the action flowing. And they said, though, they would develop these ideas before they wrote the story, even. Yeah. And they would kind of work him into the story somehow. Yeah. And that sounds like, oh, well, the story's terrible. It's not if you ask us. We love the story of Halo. The mythos, the, the actual story in the games, yeah. I think it's awesome. But I remember in one of the Halo games, I can't remember which one it is, you might remember, there was this one part where you had to get into a big door go down some sort of spiral and there was a tank at the bottom and you could come in with a warthog. And I remember playing that part just thinking... Yeah, this this is this is just fun. Like they they yeah. just put this in the game. That sounds like Halo Three. Yeah, it probably was. It was one. It, 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 was, it was two or three. It was the um, the assault on. Um, it was on the Ark. It was assault assault on the cartographer, perhaps. Yeah, and, yeah. but just the way the light came in yeah. and how different it was that you were kind of above the enemies as you were like. Yeah. it was just so different, and it was so cool. And that little set piece moment, and there was set piece moment after set piece moment. Yeah, but thirty seconds of fun, I think. What a great kind of you know mantra for them to kind of. Well, you look at it with with one to three, and maybe this is why some people didn't like ODST as much because there was it a lot more down downtime. Lot, yeah. um, but then Reach had it again yeah. in spades. Oh yeah, oh, I really brought it to town. So yeah, no, maybe that's it. Was it Halo Four where you flew in the 
what's the thing called? The Viper, that's Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> was it Halo 4? No, had the, Reach was the Saber. Reach, was it? The Saber. Oh, I could saber replay that level again and again and so again. Cool. In fact, I did play that level a lot. Yeah. That's how I ranked up my Spartan yeah, um, that in was, multiplayer. That was, that was like, again, another thing that you didn't know was going to happen. Like, you thought it was going to go into a cutscene. Yeah. And here you go. And talking on Halo 4, like, it, it had a level where you flew the broadsword. Yep. And it didn't even compare to the way the Sabre um, played. It was a very different game. And it was nice that they thought the same beats, but it just didn't feel the same. And that's something I think 343 is still trying to perfect. Yeah. And I've got to give 343 points for they're really community-minded and oh, they're, yeah. they're trying to produce a great like game. Bungie were, though. Exactly. Bungie in their prime, I used to listen to their podcast. Yeah. And it was amazing. And they yeah. had their website. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the fun things they did yep. in terms of publicity later on. But um, what a... Awesome. Yeah, you're right. Like Halo, the people at the helm of Halo have really always been community focused and that's why I think it's beyond games now yeah. as well. Agreed. But you wanted to say, was there anything else you wanted to say about the multiplayer of Halo 4? Um, yeah, it, it's it's the first game that you and I didn't touch much. Yeah. So the multiplayer, I know we, we got into a couple of times, but it was never a big focus for us. And to this day, I still struggle to actually remember what the levels in Halo Falls multiplayer were really like. I'd like to go through a tour and play all of them again. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely one of the weaker offerings in terms of multiplayer for me. Was that the one where the setup, or was this Halo 5, and this is why you're the expert here, um, where the setup was like that in the ship? In the Yeah, the war games. The um, war actually, games, yeah. uh, both of them have elements of this. Yeah. Funnily enough, I'm trying really hard to remember the multiplayer in Halo 4 and I can't see beyond Spartan Ops in my head. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, that was, yeah. was that the one where they had, um, where you had, like, loadouts or something at the beginning as well? That might have even come it, before. It was. Uh, no, that came in Reach, didn't oh, it? Yeah, I, I... yeah, Reach had loadouts. Okay. Um, Halo 4 brought in armor abilities. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which they then got rid of. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I really struggle to remember Halo 4's multiplayer. Funnily enough, though, where do you think Halo 4 sits in Metacritic? I'd like to think it was... Uh, actually, you know what? It was... It'd be one of those really up and down ones. A lot of people liked it, a lot of people didn't. Um, it was the start of esports for Halo in some ways. I'd, I think middle of the pack. It was fifth. Oh, there you 87. Go. It was a lot higher than I would have thought as well. Yeah. Um, but again continuing the story it was really cool yeah so going on from there we go into something very different halo spartan assault yes so this was the twin stick shooter one yeah the mobile one the first initially. mobile game yeah yeah initially then it came to um pc xbox 360 xbox one um what was windows phones windows phone. uh, sorry well ios windows phone yeah and ios came much later yeah yeah um i remember you played this i, I got it on xbox one it was one of the first Games that I and because I got an Xbox One a lot later, I got it. You got on, it for free. Yeah, I got Games it for free involved. on there, but I paid for it on 360. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I remember you. I remember us having a discussion about, it and you played it well before I did. And I was quite jealous of this fact. But at the same time, I was in a period where I I wasn't able to get a, an Xbox One at that time, um, and also there wasn't a lot released on it that I was willing to jump for. Not until inevitably Halo got released, <laughs> but. Um, I know it wasn't your favourite game. No. It's something I've come to enjoy more as time has gone on. I wouldn't have said it was my favourite at the time. And, I, and it's still not one of my favourites, but it's it's something I enjoy a lot more now. 
Um, it came out on three on Xbox One. I think it was Christmas. Yeah, I, I think remember it buying was. it and going, it's like an extra Christmas present for myself. I'm yeah. just going to buy it. Um, did we say when Halo 4 came out, came out? No, we didn't. When do you think Halo 4 came out? So we had 2009 to 2010, 2011. What do you think for Halo 4? Well, I remember wanting the console and I'd been with M for a little while at this point in time and she goes, you don't need another 360. We haven't got the money. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, 2012? Yep. Yeah. November 6, 2012. Spartan Assault, following year. 2013, December. Yep. Yeah, well, no, it was actually July 8 on mobile. Ah, uh, okay. Phone, and then toward, an Xbox One towards the end of the year. sure it was Christmas, yeah, because I bought it. Yep. Um, yeah, it would have been, uh, it, was, it wasn't on launch of the Xbox One, which was no. what, November or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was towards the end of that year. I remember that. And this was 343 Industries with Vanguard Games. Um, yeah, so 343 Industries were considered the publisher along with Microsoft yep. Studios um, and Vanguard Games were the developer. Yep. And what do you? Um, what happened in the story of this game? Because if you ask me, I, it was... But from memory, this is the one where it was all like little stories. It was. really it, connected so much. It was, it was actually really there to introduce you to the character of Spartan Sarah Palmer. And she is the overall commander of the Spartans of the the fourth generation of our Spartans. So the Spartan Fours, the the Spartans I like to call the anyone who wants to pay for it can be a Spartan. A Spartan, <laughs> um, a little more underpowered than your traditional Spartan Twos, and the Threes are a different kettle of fish again. Um, so yeah, she it was very much introducing to this character because she has stuck around. Yep. She's still a character that plays a part. She's by no means a massive character, but she definitely adds something to the story. So this was just you learning a little bit about her history as an early Spartan. Um, as to how... And also to you interact with the AI of the Infinity, yep. uh, Roland, as he basically takes you through its, its training missions, yeah. showing you what it was like to be... Um, both Sarah Palmer and another Spartan who didn't make it off. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He just wore orange armor. <laughs> cool. Where do you think this sits in the Metacritic range? I'd like. I'd like to think this is probably down on uh, eight or nine. This is thirteenth and last. Oh, thirteenth, right? It's okay, the, so all the way to the bottom. Ranking. I thought ten was the bottom, so that's it, right. It had a look. It had a bunch of look. I'm going with. Oh, yeah, you said thirteen games. At well, the start. it was PC a seventy, Xbox One a fifty three. Yeah, that didn't surprise um, me. In 360, 51. On iOS, there was no Metacritic ranking I could find, but there's a game rankings at 76. So very low, kind of down, on average anyway. It was designed for a mobile platform, yeah, and exactly the, the right. whole point was they were meant to be five-minute missions. Five-minute games, play on the train. Funnily enough, it always took missions. me longer than five minutes, but yeah. I think it was probably because I was trying to complete every objective. Well, and then they brought, introduced co-op on consoles as well. Yes, uh, they did, which out. we've never really played. I no. think we played once. Yeah, I've, I've, I have played it um, a couple of times, but I don't know. Yeah, but must have been just Maybe once, once with you. yeah. Um, and with the game, you could get power weapons with money. So I never spent out. money. No, but then as a mobile game does. But then later on, they fixed it. They, they patched yeah. the game. I fixed it. I, I think fix is the right word. And you could use XP to get power weapons. Exactly. As well. um, because some of those stages on you know Legendary without it was, yeah. was challenging. Um, and then after this, so we're going from 2013, uh, we're moving on to... The Master Chief Collection. This is the one that looks like it, it. It does like how we remember it looked. Like so, this was what? What's in the Master Chief Collection, Johnny? Halo One Remastered, which was the the one that came out a little bit earlier. That anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. It, it did have the graphics tweaks just a bit more again, Ooh. and I believe it brought back, if I remember rightly, and this is 
again, and this shows I did play this one a bit, but probably not as much as some of the other games. Um, it did bring back multiplayer levels that were more traditional while the original anniversary were reach levels that were remastered to yep. look like the original Halo levels. Um, it also gave you Halo 2 remastered for the first time. With that cutscene goodness. Yeah, that's right. The cutscene's got a big upgrade, oh. didn't they? I'd completely forgotten about that. I, I need to play this again. We played some of the game multiplayer online. Yeah. Like, like system, oh, sorry, online campaign. And I didn't even know that they had up the cutscenes. I remember. And I yeah, lost yeah. my mind. <laughs> I lost my mind. I was like, "This is this is phenomenal." And then you could change between old graphics and new graphics in the cutscenes. Yeah. So not only and in the cutscenes they had better camera angles. Yeah. And it was oh my gosh, that was amazing. And they did new dialogue and stuff like that as well. Yep. New recordings for the game. Um, yeah, they remastered they the recordings. Really, they actually got the original recordings and and rescrubbed them and did them did they, them up. They really did so much work on Halo 2 yeah. that the kind of having the other Halos there with it, it was a bonus. It was just a bonus, yeah, because yeah. it was, really was Halo 2, you know, anniversary or whatever it you was. call it. But then Halo 3 was included. Exactly. And while it didn't get a massive remaster, it did have the graphics sweetened just a little bit. It always looks so good. And then Halo 4 was included yep. in this mix. And I mean, it was, it was called the Master Chief Collection. And then even though it was called the Master Chief Collection, they eventually included Halo 3 ODST. Yep. We well, reach. at least the single player. Reach eventually was given out free on Games with Gold and made backwards compatible with Xbox One, but you, um, yeah, they've never included it as part of the collection. But what a bundle. When did that come out, Johnny? I tried to cheat and see your notes, but I didn't see it. Good. So, um, okay, so we know it was after the Xbox One came out. I think it was almost a year after, so it would make it 2013. 2014. Oh, really? 11, yeah. So, so two years at later. this stage, we're getting a Halo game every year, yeah. essentially, you know, and... Um, Wait and a so what... Ah, oh, it was it was Spartan Assault. Yeah. It was 2013, then 2014 was this, right? Yeah, and this... Um, when it came out, I remember this game just getting... Hammered online because the, the multiplayer the was multiplayer, up to... Yeah, the, there was just bugs and just wouldn't, matchmaking just wouldn't work. But and, funnily enough, we didn't play the multiplayer all that much on this. No. If if at all. Um, I played a little bit, but for me it was... I've uninstalled it off my Xbox One because I haven't got enough room on there. Yeah. I'd love to install it again, but it was a big install. Oh, huge. Day one was a 20 gig patch, yeah. which is just nuts. And it was... It, I'm sure there's about 50 gig worth of patches in there as well as extra content. <laughs> so, um, no, it's, it was an interesting experiment. I think it was it was a real love letter to Halo. Um, and you got, but lot, it, you got a lot of content for A your lot money. of content. Like they also gave you Halo Nightfall as part of... They did too. Was it a special edition or just standard? I don't remember. It was just standard. There wasn't yeah. a special edition. But then the one thing I've never liked about the way they've handled this over the last few years, they had the Halo Waypoint app. Yes. And when they gave you the videos, you had to watch it through the the Waypoint app and it was really, really slow, buffered horribly. Yeah. Um, I've often found when it came with the, the videos they gave you, um, whether it was Nightfall or Fall Down to Dawn or even recently uh, The Fall of Reach, it was always better off getting the DVD ladder yeah, or yeah. the you know the digital download and not doing it through that. A lot of these are on Netflix now as well. Well, that's exactly you it. You can yeah. watch them there. Much um, better experience. So on Metacritic, where do you reckon this this sits? I don't think it's high, but I don't think it's super low either. Um, is it in the top ten? 
It is. It's it's seventh, eighty-five. Okay. So we're, these from from about five onwards, the games are really close in Metacritic. So yeah. that's a, that's a very good score, and I think a lot of the cuts off that was just the fact that multiplayer just didn't work when it yeah. was out of the box. And really, though, and that was the biggest complaint for a lot of people because yeah. you know for a lot of people, Halo was the multiplayer. Yeah, people were looking forward to playing Halo One on their yeah. Xbox One with you know the pistol back and, and all the exactly. kind of physics and all that kind of there as it should be yeah um and i think that's where for me that wasn't a big deal because i still own all the original halos and i have very every intention of us sitting down and playing our way through the originals uh the original way and then you know maybe a year after that going back to the master chief collection and playing through it so yeah yeah. i'll still we'll do that again don't you worry about oh i know we'll. so after that we go into the one that i've never played halo spartan strike so um the mobile game again it is and it's built off a very similar engine to spartan assault yeah but this time you're playing as a nameless spartan who's carrying out some um some special behind the scenes missions that tie very much into the end of halo 4 and into the start of halo 5 um so again you might notice a pattern here but the two mobile games were very much lead-ins to the next numbered game the next numbered game yeah um in fact, I think parts of Spartan Assault were designed to to tie into the Master Chief Collection. Okay. And parts of Spartan, Spartan Strike. Strike were designed to tie into Halo Five. Oh, there you go. Um, enough, I haven't finished this one. Okay. And so I've not, I've not, I've not touched this. I've never played it. And um, this is on iOS, so I don't know why I haven't. It's yeah. on Windows as well. Yeah, it is. I got to get on it. Yeah, it's on Windows. Um, I've I've got an iOS, and when you play through the first four chapters or operations a through d e isn't unlocked when you finish that you actually have to get gold stars oh. in all the missions to unlock the final mission that's very mobile game it is very mobile game-esque so um i'm working my way through it slowly it's a bit of fun but if you've played spartan assault then you should expect what's in here but there are some exclusive vehicles cool. that have only really appeared in this game they're they're actually designed off megabots block oh, nice. sets nice. um and it, it is a bit of fun. It's yeah. not a bad game. It's just well, not amazing. This was 343 in Vanguard Games. Yep. Um, when did you think it came out? Um, 2015. It was, yeah. Yep. So it, we're, we're definitely going on that kind of pattern there. Um, and on Metacritic... Oh, it's got to be down the bottom. It isn't. It's, well, there wasn't many reviews. I think yeah, there was like and that could be the reviews, reason why. Um, and it was sixth, uh, an 86 of Metacritic. Oh, take really? That, take that with a grain of salt. Though. It's not a bad game. I actually... I almost enjoy it more than I did Spartan Assault. Yep. Um, after leaving it for a while and coming back to it, so um, no, it's it's worth a try. And I think on iOS you can get them as a bundle these days um, for a slightly cheaper price. So cool. it's worth a look. Worth a look. Yeah. Um, and then we move on to the last FPS Halo game that we've that we've got. Um, Halo Five Guardians. So I'm going to jump one... in there and say there is actually one more floating in there that we've chatted about briefly once before. But this it... is the one that wasn't released here. Wasn't released anywhere but Russia. Let's talk about that after because yeah. I've got that on my list here. Oh, awesome! I've okay. got more. There's nice. more Halo games. I apologize for these... doubting no, you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember you said, but there's more than these thirteen. But these are the thirteen games that the we've, core games that yeah. we've got here in Australia that we've played that most of the world has had the pleasure of, and also the storyline based. Yep. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. So, um, so Halo Five Guardians. This is the one with Locke taking the lead. Like, and talk about a surprise in terms of like we knew 
Locke was going to be a big part of the story. You but we saw didn't realise how edition. big. Now, that's Collector's Edition statue. I've got that statue. Yeah. It is enormous. This is where you got one up on me. This is yeah. ridiculous. That was that was insane. And um, it says Locke. There's, what, what, two stages with Master Chief? That four. Plays? Four, is it? It felt like two. Yeah, it um, did feel like two because the four weren't actually big stages. So what happens in Halo 5 and where are we up to in the story? So where does this is the last game timeline that we've received, right? Yes. So of, Tell this, us about it. So this is after the events of Halo 4 where the Master Chiefs lost um, Cortana. A lot of the preview... So we mentioned it very early on. There was a, a preview of Halo 5, which is a very short video shown at the E3 bef- the year before it came out, of the Master Chief. Initially, he's in this big hooded cloak and you don't know who he is as he's yeah. walking across poncho. this desert. Yeah, poncho. <laughs> and then this massive um, metallic being rises out of the sand and his hood of his um, poncho gets blown back and there's the Master Chief. Yeah. And hanging around his neck is the empty deactivated chip of Cortana. Cortana. And it's clear he's on a mission because suddenly he he leaps forward to attack and that's where the, the trailer ends. Now, that never happens in Halo Pie, yeah. but um, it sets some of the stage. But then also the um, the Fall of Reach animated series that um, was given away free with Halo 5 and then eventually got released uh, separately on DVD and, and uh, digital download. While it's about the Fall of Reach, the whole point of it, because it actually, I don't know if you remember this, but the video never actually gets to the point in the story of the, the book, The Fall of Reach, yeah. to the point where Reach actually falls. Yeah. The whole point of it is to introduce you to the concept that there are three other Spartans that are the chief's closest family and that's yeah. Fred, Linda and Kelly yeah. because suddenly they're your teammates in the game Yeah, for the shortest period of time. Exactly. It was- Most of the game you play is Locke but my favourite character coming back is um, Nathan Fillion's Buck. Buck, yeah. Who's now a Spartan 4. Like I said, anyone can anyone become can a Spartan. <clears throat> um, and two new characters, um, Vale and, oh, I'm drawing an absolute blank on her name. Anyway, two female Spartans. Yes. Funnily enough, Buck was not meant to be Buck in that game. It was actually another Spartan planned originally. So we talked earlier about um, Sp- Spartan Ops in Halo yep. 4. Yep. There was a character you played as throughout that called Thorn. He was the Spartan that was your character most of the way through. I think he was your character. Okay. I don't and um, he was originally meant to be in Buck's place oh, there you go. because he was meant to be a bigger character. Spartan Ops was meant to go into a season two yep. and never did. And Thorn was clearly being set up as um, as the next big thing and it just never happened. In fact, if you've got, um, I think it's the art of Halo 5 on the cover, that. there's all eight Spartans, yep. the original four Spartan 2s and the, the new Spartan 4s led by Locke. And instead of Buck on the cover... There's Spartan Thorn. Oh wow! Yeah, it was original artwork that never got changed in time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a nice little tidbit. tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was um, this was continuing the story of the forerunners. Yep. Um, Now, the didact is gone, and even though he died, well, we thought he died at the end of Halo Four. He didn't actually. He came back, but he didn't come back. As they do. He didn't come back in the games. Okay. He was. So I'll talk about that later because I'm sure you're going to ask me questions about that side of things. But um, this one's all about somebody else returning. So we we alluded to it before. Cortana comes back. Of course she does. As she should. 
but this time she's not the Cortana we know and love. Yeah. Um, clearly she's been corrupted by, or possibly corrupted by not only figuring out how to extend her life, but she's also joined with the, the forerunner version of the internet called the domain, yeah. which gives her a lot of information and also helps her and her AI brethren um, suddenly have a new lease on life and, They've decided that they know what's better for the the poor organics in the really do. in the universe, and yeah. that's where we're left in that game. Yeah, and, and the way that they were setting up this game, and the way you play it through as well, is Master Chief is not doing the right thing. Like he's he's yeah. to be hunted, hunt the truth. This was hunt the truth, right? But that was played up so much. This yeah. was hunt the truth. Hunt yeah. the truth was an amazing podcast series that that led yes. up to this. I absolutely loved it. I remember listening to it on on plane flights to um, Port Macquarie to visit. Um, M's family and and listening to on trains and all sorts of things and I was captivated uh, and and really intrigued because the whole idea that the Master Chief was a villain like yeah. we've just had Halsey turned into a villain a game back or yeah. a game and a half back even and yeah she was a shady character but she was doing it for the right reasons yeah. uh, and now she's pretty much seen by everyone as as you know as bad as you know a Nazi but. Now to have the Master Chief alluded as yeah. a villain, it was it was a bit of a sour taste. And then it, the game doesn't really play it that way. Yeah. It's you know you know the Master Chief's doing what he's doing for the right reasons, and for once he's got his family with him. And that, they, you know, they, they introduced this thing that you could put on a on a on the arbor. What is it, Molnir, The arbor? Yep. And it would lock the arbor. And I'm just thinking. I remember that it being introduced. This just thinking. Do not do that anywhere where there might be someone that can see, like like yeah. anyone else. Because like, you get your hands on that. That's the end of the human race right there. <laughs> like just replicate that technology and it's all over. Like what's the Master Chief going to do? You're going to throw a hundred of those at him. What's he going to do? He's uh, going to be all... He's the man. He wouldn't even let that come have. Yeah. Bring it then on. again. <laughs> but um, so this came out in? Uh, end of 2015. October 27, 2015. Nice work. On Metacritic. Where do you so, think this goes? This game is not as popular. It is really not as popular. No. Um, funnily enough, I think the multiplayer has a bit of a following. Yeah. Um, well, this was the eSports. Like you said eSports before. Yeah. This was a huge eSports push. And it still is. And it still is. And they had that really cool... Some people didn't like it, but I thought it was really fun the way that, that you know they would walk in at the beginning of the of yeah. their multiplayer stage. I think there's some really stages. nice style to that. Yeah, like you know they showed the four the arena games. Yeah, the arena games, yeah. and then at the end showing the winning team that sort of thing, and that's huge in like Overwatch and all that sort of thing now yeah. as well. Not that I'm saying it did at first, but I really like the kind of. The I like way it they too, it. but I also there's part of me that doesn't because it doesn't feel like I'm playing in the levels. Yeah, yeah, I see um, what you're saying. I, I really like its style and the way. It, it plays out, but it seems to pull me away from Halo. Okay. In terms of you suddenly you're playing an esport, you're not playing. It's very in the bro, like you know, hey man, let's go do this thing. Exactly. Well, at least sometimes in the multiplayer of the other Halo games, you felt like you were still fighting the fight, even if you were fi- fighting other Spartans. Sometimes, yeah. Excepting for, I love the fact that Reach made it Spartans versus Elites. Yes. Because then it felt like you were continuing. Yeah, that the game. was cool. I, I, in this though, I liked when he would man cannon into the stages as well. Yeah, that was cool. that was really that was cool. Just cool. kind of like, yeah, it was a very fast kind of paced kind of opening, and yeah, yeah it was very esportsy. Um, but this is the one where Jason, re- Jason just really didn't like this, where there was no split screen um, yeah. multiplayer, and and they said they're going to rectify that with the new whatever comes next, Halo yeah. Six colon something or another. Um, but 
you know, that was a huge miss. I think it was a massive impact for a lot of people that were casual players yeah. and were used to playing on the couch with their buddies. Because they I mean, did like say... Jace was a big example of that. Yeah, they said, you know, oh, the, the, you know you'd be surprised with the analytics that we receive that um, the Not amount of people, people do that, that, that do yeah. it anymore. But there's always people that do it. And like yeah. you're talking about, you know, even if it's 2% of your market, that's a big that's percentage a big of your market. market. Yeah, and I know money's going to go into it and resources and whatnot, but... I don't know. You'd think with these new consoles, you could push the system yeah. to be able to, to do well, that. I think the console was still quite new at the time. Like, it had been out a couple of years, but yeah. it was they're still finding their feet. And you look at any of the, con- of the current console generations and like the best games come out at the end and they yeah. really push the system a bit harder. 343 have been smart enough to realise that it was a big mistake on their behalf and yeah, they're, they're actually going to rectify it on yeah. the next game. Which we won't be seeing anything from at E3 this year. Oh, we'll they see came that. out and said that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Although they did say there's still a Halo surprise to come. They've said things like that before in the past, though, and they, and they do it anyway. So yeah, exactly. He's hoping. Oh, maybe it'll come out the week after or the week before. <laughs> and that leads us on to our thirteenth and final in the mainline release Halo games, Halo Wars Two. So this came out. Oh, it came out, what, this year? Yeah, February, February this year. February 21st. 2017. This year, yep. 343 with Creative Assembly. It's the latest we've received, the last one. Creative Assembly, which are the guys that made the Total War series. Yeah. yeah. And this was Xbox One and the Play Anywhere on Windows as well. Yeah. Um, which I've got and I've not tried yet. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've still only played it on my, on my one. Um, tell us a bit about this story. Now, I've still not finished. Oh, haven't you finished Halo the story? Wars 2. No, I'm, I'm pretty close now, though. Um, I have this real... I wouldn't say hate, but love, dislike of Halo Wars 2. Um, I really want to like it. Yeah. I think they changed some of the mechanics and it's twofold. They left too much the same in Halo Wars 2 in terms of that it didn't differentiate it in, in a really positive way to Halo Wars 2, but also the stuff that they took away or changed detracted, yep. didn't really add. Um, now... I'm willing to eat my words a little bit because I, <laughs> I, I think some of the additions they've done since in uh, the DLC has been interesting, but I don't think it's still been enough to to really make it an amazing game. Cutscene-wise, as we were talking about earlier, Halo Wars set the standard. It was such amazing series of cutscenes after I every, couldn't agree more. before and after every mission. Yep. Um, this one, I think there were like four major cutscenes, and all the rest of it was just audio. And I know you don't play cuts like play a game. Sorry to to watch a cutscene, no. but it really added to the, the epic feel of Halo it Wars did. 1. And for me, it's I will finish Halo Wars 2. There's no question that I'm yeah. going to finish the game. Um, there is another 25 or something gigabyte download update on my console at the moment. Oh, really? Because um, so, so far I've done four 27 gigabyte updates for it. unbelievable. Every it time they add unex- a new leader. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, anyway, I... I'm very underwhelmed by this game. Yeah, me too. Like really out of, you know, and I'm going to ask you the question in a moment. Um, but for me, this is a real misstep in terms of what I was looking forward to in a game. It yeah. just wasn't, I just didn't have much f- as much fun playing it as no, any of the other Halo games. Like, really. And even with the content they've added so far, they've added in, there's this new multiplayer mode called Blitz. Yes, tell us about Blitz. So Blitz is very much, there's one map, they've now got two variations on that one map in terms of the decor of it, but it's still the same map. One map. One map. But the reason they've done this, and this is their explanation, I still think they could do better, um, is the whole point of this map is really 
the balance of how you bring in your different units from your different leaders. So yes. So there's there it's the game started with six sorry seven seven leaders because there's one you could download on day one that everyone got. Yeah. Um, seven leaders, which have different units and uh, abilities, and when you you play Blitz, essentially you start with like three or four units, and then as you capture these three points on the map resources get dropped and if you collect those resources as well as holding these points and you can drop in more units and you just want to overwhelm and use the, the cards or something right yeah so it's a card based one the cards are how you de- determine which units you're allowed to bring in and yeah. they have a point cost and you but you've got to gain these points either through time or collecting resource drops on the map um it's not traditional rts it's pretty much the units in rts facing off against each other and you're holding points yeah it's an interesting game but is no by no means my favorite it's a little bit fun it's a good diversion like, I just can't believe though, like they didn't do a palette swap, palette swap ninja, but they didn't do a palette <laughs> swap at all. Like, like at least with their stage initially, like yeah. it was just one stage. And I've, I've, I think I've played this with you twice. Yeah, um, you absolutely destroyed me. Yeah, then you, um, you, you turned I around. I had no <laughs> idea what to do in, the, in, in that. Um, but it, it again, it didn't it grab wasn't me. Much fun. Um, and like, I don't mind losing in a multiplayer game if I'm feel like I'm learning or if I feel like I'm going to like it's just it's just fun or whatever yeah. I just didn't think again that was that that didn't feel like a fun game mode um and then and we, even the standard multiplayer I well even in the campaign I don't think the two forms of resources make the game any more interesting it doesn't add to it so having to collect both um supplies and energy just it no, doesn't no. anything I would like to go back and play Halo Wars 1 multiplayer with you the definitive it. edition because we both got it on our yeah. ones and see what it's like so much better alright so we've gone through oh f- where, where did it sit Ranking oh where wise. do you think it's at 12th 12th it was yeah, yeah. 73 on Metacritic yeah um, that's 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 really respectable interestingly enough I mean, it's like I said it's it's by no means a bad game and there's some really fun levels it yeah. held your hand way too much at the start oh there was what four maybe training five, stages maybe five levels. as well as two tutorial which missions, I didn't even know existed which separate? and taught me stuff after I finished the main game but also I did enjoy the last couple of levels they were a bit <laughs> they were a bit of fun cool. the last level was probably one of my all time favourites awesome and funnily enough it has no resources or base building Cool. Which is really strange. Yeah, but no, no, there was a stage like that earlier on, like which that. I found really fun as yeah. well. Um, I think that's where actually this game excelled. Where, And I usually love the base building, yeah. but I didn't like the design of the bases in this. I didn't like the look. And I think uh, taking it away actually ended up working better. Yeah. But um, oh, what was I going to that? This game is clearly there setting up Halo 6. Yeah. It was very much a bridge to Halo 6. Cool. All right. Well, before I ask you the next question, I think... This would be a good time to take a little pause. Awesome. This is player. Yeah, we're back. We <laughs> are back and we are going to marathon this thing. We're going to keep on going through. So, Jono, we've gone through the 13 main Halo games. Yes, we have. Let's start with the worst. And I th- oh. and Can we cut out the mobile games? Yeah, we can. Yeah. So what do you... Uh, I've already said what I think is the worst. I've made it pretty clear, I think. To you, what's what the was worst? Yours? Halo Wars Two. Okay, Halo Wars Two for me, it, it, yeah, just very underwhelming. I'm, I'm actually tired. Yep. So, um, yeah, and it's not because I didn't enjoy these games. Like in the end, every Halo game I've played, I've gotten some sort of enjoyment out of. But these are the two I felt the least connected to. Um, even though replaying them, I've 
I've enjoyed them more than I did the first time around. Um, but Halo Wars 2 and Halo, and Halo 5 are my two lost. Halo 2? Halo Wars 2. Oh, Halo Wars 2. Halo Shoot, War- no, Halo say, 2. Whoa, Halo whoa, Wars whoa. 2 and... Halo Wars 2 and Halo, and Halo 5. 5. Yeah. yeah. yeah e- no. Equal last. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. And I'm not surprised by our discussion. I think otherwise, I think we're going to get to the ranking. I can see where Halo 4 is going to fit in there as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think that's... And completely understandable like in a I lot said, of ways. Not horrible games. No. But, yeah. but with Halo 5, you know, taking away the Master Chief, like I understand that what they want to do with Halo is make it bigger than just the Master Chief. Yeah, they want it to be it too. a yeah. universe. Exactly right. But I think a core numbered Halo game needs to be Master Chief story. Yeah. Like call it something else. Yeah, exactly. All right. So what? where do you go with what is the best? Uh, I Okay. I really struggle with this. Um, like I said at the start, it's like, you know, picking a favourite child. Yeah. Um, and this is not just this is not just single-player campaign stuff. This is multiplayer. This is everything around it. Because, again, if I could tie everything, I'd, I'd tie four games in at number one. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know what? It's going to be Halo 1. Halo 1. Um, awesome choice. Because here's the ones that I really bounce between. Um, as much as I love two, and I had a lot of fun multiplayer with it. Yeah. From a story point of view, I wanted more. Yes. Um, it was cool, and again, in hindsight, the Arbiter levels became much richer as the story progressed. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it just left me. I want more story. Yeah. And Halo 3 finished a lot of that, and I loved it for it. Um, Halo 1 is what brought me into the world. It got me really excited about Halo. Um, It was the game that I played, you know, both multiplayer and single player so many times that I've lost count. Well, how many times have we played it through together as well? So many. Let alone the last stage, the whole campaign as well. Like, it's... I don't think necessarily parts of it hold up at all like there were there, and there yeah. was things missing from halo one that you'd go back and go oh i can't like you can't couldn't get an energy sword no, could you, you? No. You know, and things like that but there was so you much you saw an energy sword and there was fear in your eyes because yes. it was like oh my god yeah but there was so much love in that game there was and so much the love. physics behind it like with the vehicles like driving oh. on a console was just perfect and even um did you ever we played the PC version once or twice. Yeah, I, I borrowed it off you as well. Then I yeah. got to d- dabble in some of the multiplayer on some there. Some of the as multiplayer well. levels on there were unique to the, yeah. um, which actually didn't appear again until some of them were put into the Master Chief collection. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, there, there's a lot of depth to Halo 1. But honorable mention for up there near the top is Reach. Yeah. I absolutely love Reach. Yeah. It was such a love letter to the fans and such a, a, a strong goodbye on Bungie's behalf. Yeah. Um, and the only time we saw the Master Chief was a glimpse at the very end, but it was so rooted in the, the lore of Halo without touching on a story that had already been done about the fall of Reach in yeah. the novels. Um, yeah, such a such a really well-written um, and well-designed game. I, um, yeah, I, I have a really soft spot for the Reach. Cool. So that I guess that, that leads into the next part, which is, so you're saying Halo 1... Your top Halo Reach is your second favorite Halo of the. So now we're looking just at the first person shooter game. So Halo One, Two, Three, ODST, Reach, 
for in Guardians. And this is where I struggle because... Um, so you've got to rank them. Um, okay. Let's go backwards. Okay. So five and then four are at the bottom. Yep. And not because they're horrible games, but just because I don't have a strong attachment to them. Um, I do enjoy four a little bit more these days. And I, I, I've come to love Lasky as a character more as time's yeah, gone yeah, on. Yeah. He's really cool. Um, and the fact that he got rid of Andrew Del Rio um, as captain of the Infinity. That guy was a <laughs> ass. Um, but after that, oh, okay, this is tough. But I'm going to go with, so going from the bottom, five, four, two. Yeah. It really hurts me, but three reach one. ODST goes in there. Ah. Oh, um, throw it in somewhere. Oh. It's a, look. Uh, I, okay. If I have to chuck it in there, it'd be five. It's again, uh, again from the bottom to the top. Uh, five, four, two, two ODST, three reach, reach one. one. Cool. Yeah. There you have it. Jono's ranking until we do another podcast like this and he might change it again. It's, it's tough. And like that middle order, yeah. I could run them in a straight line and yeah. be quite happy with that too. Cool. All right. Well, now we're going to switch gears a little bit. Before we switch gears, yes. what's your order? Of overall? Yeah. Do you have uh, an order? I, oh, I, I see. I you asked me the question. Well, of course I did. <laughs> You're the expert, but not me. Now, I, look, but I don't think my like, – it's just an no, opinion. No, no, no. Of course it is. Thing. Of course yeah. it is just an yeah. opinion. Um Honestly, I think in terms of my memory of it and the fun around the multiplayer and everything, I'm going to say Halo 2 is my favorite. Yeah. And, and again, I get that. it's not the story really. It's more and see, I'm, playing I'm online. More it's more, you know, but I love that story. Like, like I said, I played that game through the day it came out. Oh, I love and that then story too. I played Legendary over days afterwards and online and System yeah. Link and, um, sorry, and, and split screen and all that. Like, and, and I remember putting the TV, like we had, you know, a, a spare room where the TV was. I remember putting it in my bedroom just yeah. so I could play it, you know. And then I did the same thing with three. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you putting down the bottom um, four and five. Yeah. Right down the bottom. Four. And that's why I said that middle order are very much a straight line for me. Yeah. Like, but, but I love those games I probably games put two too. ahead of, of ODST even. Yeah. 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 And then um, that's that, this is where it gets really hard because like you said like I've got such fond memories of Combat Evolved like Halo 1 yeah. um, and I've played it actually I played the first stage earlier this year okay? yeah. just, I just wanted to and I was showing the, my, my, my son how to kind of to do that and, um, but I reckon I'd go 2 probably then 1 um, uh, Reach probably in there closely with ODST and then probably 3 like yeah. I, I, I don't know that that's kind of they're, it's they're, tough. Those, I think you have got four and five right at the bottom. For yeah. me, you've got two, you, just with that memory right at the top. Probably three as well, though. In a lot of ways, I, I might even throw up second just because of the yeah, multiplayer. I struggle with that too, and, yeah. and even the storyline. Like, yeah, and it, the storyline. Yeah. But I think what sticks with me out of all of the Halo games in terms of story is Combat Evolved. Yeah, like that was that was a, a, a complete story. Yes, I love the presentation of ODST and the way it was done. Yeah, um, and again, big Firefly fan, fan having those characters yeah, there was like was a cool. really cool bonus. Um, and then yeah, um, Reach, loving that story. The you know the fall of Reach. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. But anyway, we'll have to ask Jace on a podcast if, um, if, if he's got any opinion on it. We'd have a little opinion, we'll but see how we it can. won't be as strongly placed as ours. <laughs> All right. So then we, we move on now. We're going to talk about some other Halo games. So some of these are um, 
Well, a lot of them are like website kind of things like like, kind like of, I love bees I love bees tell us about I love bees so this was really so mind-blowingly cool and different and it was like just weird tell us about it and I missed most of it I didn't yeah see I, I think this is before we really knew each other in a, in a big way but um, I was aware of bits of it but more so after the fact than during the time but I love bees was what we now know as an augmented reality yes. um, game and it was very much about finding clues. Well, it was a on, website. Yeah, finding clues to. on a website. Yeah. And then they would lead you to other clues. They would lead you to more information, which if I'm not mistaken, led you to a video at the end yeah. that gave you a teaser. Well, just before was, Halo 2. Yeah, and wasn't it Cortana telling you something well, in the I, end? I remember there was websites telling you what to do on I Love B. So yeah. I would just like go from one to the other and kind of work my way through. But um, it was like, so it was a, you were linked to a beekeeping website that appears to be taken over by artificial intelligence. That's right. It was really weird and different and really cool. And this was like, like we mentioned before, the marketing around, like we wish we need to talk about the marketing around Halo. Yeah. Just, just the games in general. Like there was, there has been CG videos. That, that Bubble Shield one oh, was just phenomenal. It was. Absolutely amazing. The, the video with the old man telling the story about I Remember. Yeah. And then it's a chief standing there with with that incredible diorama. Which apparently was really made and yeah. existed. Yeah. yeah, and people have like bits of it. Oh, really? And they, yeah. gave, some, they gave some away at certain um, midnight launches. That's right. Not, not a lot though. No. Um, that incredible piano piece being played, which I heard live once. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, and these really strange kind of websites and booked novel tie-ins and yep. the mobile game tie-ins. Um, but just such emotion in a lot of these advertising. Like yeah. like with Halo Five even, like that whole, you know, um the way that they were painting Chief and all that. It was, yeah, and the Hunt the Truth. It was such truth, a clever yeah. one, yeah. So But even I remember um during Halo two being released, like here in Australia, King's Cross, the Coca Cola sign was um it it's a landmark. It's I think yeah. it's changed a little bit now, but they had on the sign that goes next to it as part of it. The Master Chief, yeah. there in all his glory with parts of Sydney in the background. He was defending Sydney. And there were posters of yeah. Master Chief with Sydney in the background. They would exactly. have done this all over the world. They did. Yeah. Um, and it was, like I said, it was a, a it was a massive, massive event. It was. Like what they built around these games. Um, and some of the best marketing um, that, you know, I, I, have, I still have on my 360 because – to watch videos, yeah. the trailers, you would download them. Yeah. I have still got every single Halo trailer, video, whatever they've released. Like they would do those web docs yes. as well before great. the games would come out. And they'd they'd not give story elements away or ruin anything. No. But they'd be so interesting. And then they had the podcasts yep. and the websites and the budgie community and the Mr. Chief kind of icon. Right. And you know, you got to know these people and it's just incredible the way yeah. they kind of, you know, build the world around Such it. an amazing community. Yeah. And it was open to anyone, no matter how casual or yeah. fanatic you were or how much you want to engage. Like I was never big on engaging with with a lot of the online community. It was no. just not my thing. But I love watching what that did and, and being uh, and seeing it. Like I used to remember the, the 7th of the 7th being a really big day yes. for Bungie, you know, their, their day of world domination. <laughs> yeah. Um, and playing online on those days and having special fantastic. modes and, yeah. and you know 
exclusive, you know, pick, gamer picks and things like exactly. that. Exactly. And with all that, it's a celebration. Well, like talking about other games, like you could go, you could get the, the Halo Waypoint app or go on the yep. website and, you know, customize your character and yeah. do all those sorts of things there. It was so cool. And have all your stats there for all yeah. of the Halo games, which is still there. But they don't do that for every game now. Like no. there, there isn't. And I know with Titanfall 2, like there was this promise of all of that and when yeah. we were right into it, it never No, it never, never eventuated. Um, so I'm, just just quickly, with these show notes that I've got, mm. I'm actually going to pop them up on the website as well. So oh, if cool. you wanted to have a quick bit more of a look, like I've got all this information of a couple of websites, mainly, um, oh, what's that, Halo... Halo Waypoint? Halopedia. There's oh, Halopedia, yeah. Um, yep. And Wikipedia as well. But um, Halopedia, a lot of this Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, Halo Waypoint, a couple of other big gaming sites. Uh, but just kind of thrown it all there. So just quickly... I haven't heard of Iris. I can see that in your show notes. Well, so Iris, a lot of these I've got... I don't have a lot of familiarity yeah. with. So Iris was a five web servers containing various media files related to the Halo universe. I okay. don't know... Neither do I. I never heard of that. Um, there was the Cortana letters, which were six cryptic emails supposedly sent by Cortana, although they're not canon. That was kind of like a yep. little other kind of game I remember there. those. There's the Halo Action Clicks, which is that tabletop miniatures game um, with the figures I and never got any characters. of the Halo ones, yeah. I don't think they saw very wide release, if any release at all, in Australia. So. Then, what did I say? Figure, action Clicks. Action Clicks, yeah. which are um, they're like uh, um, Warhammer type. Yeah, figures pre-painted. Um, they were best known for Marvel action clicks and also DC ones. But yeah, yeah I, I do remember seeing the Halo ones were around, but I, I don't know if I've ever seen them in Australia. Yeah. And yeah. there's been like, you know, there's Halo, there's the interactive strategy game, which is that tabletop, um, which is based on that. So it's, I think it's kind of the same sort of thing there. There's there's two that are out at the moment by um, Spartan Games. They're a UK company. Um, cool one, name. Yeah, very cool name. Um, funnily enough, they... They were about before Halo was a thing. Spartan Games just happens to be a really nice yeah. tie-in. But they had a fleet battles where you controlled um, the capital ships cool. against each other, very much like the X-Wing um, tabletop game. But these were all unpainted, so you could paint your own. And, oh, nice. Yeah, which is... I I both have a love-hate relationship yeah, with that because no, I can't paint, so no. I like them pre-painted. But then they haven't seen wide release in Australia either. You can order them online. Yeah. I'd love to play it. It's on my wish list, but if I never get to, well, I won't. And they've recently released a, a Grand Battles game, which might be that interactive strategy game you're talking okay. about. Um, what else have you got? I've got there. So, well, I haven't got there, but there's also like Halo Monopoly um, as well. Halo and Risk, which Halo I've Risk. always really wanted. Yeah. Yep. And I haven't played Halo Risk, but again, like I love Risk. Yeah. I play, I like the Star Wars version as well, and that's really cool. Um, I think that's something definitely. I think it's something we should get and play one day. I think I don't we could do a podcast as we play. <laughs> now, this is the one you alluded to earlier on. So there was a Halo game released, so the Halo Online, I think yeah. it was called, and it wasn't released anywhere. It was a, it just in beta, um, yeah, in, in Russia. Russia. So tell us about this, Johnny. Uh, it used that a modified Halo Three engine, yeah, but with all new um, PC. maps. Yeah, PC only. Yeah. Um, it was something they were going to launch just as a an effort to, to capture like the online multiplayer crowd, I guess, along the lines of Counter Strike and such. Yeah. But um, an early multiplayer, no only, story, no story at all. Um, funnily enough, didn't go beyond the beta. There was some talk that the beta was going to get released beyond Russia, but never happened. Got it, can, uh, the pin got pulled. Yeah, probably. You can imagine there's a bit of console kind of exclusivity. Let's yeah. keep it with us um, going on there. Um, the last thing I've got, like I'm sure there's other games and things like that. but I'm sure some will come to mind if I think hard enough. <laughs> there was that, at E3, they had that HoloLens yeah. interactive 
um, path to the demo yep. of Halo. And um, I remember watching videos of that. So it was really cool. So you put on the HoloLens and we, so, so the press or whoever yeah. will get be lucky enough to go and do this. Um, I wish I did. Yeah, um, you, you would both? walk down a hallway and there'd be like a waypoint. Yeah. Like, like you'd have in Halo in your vision, you'd go to this table and then there'd be the pillar of autumn there and there'd be like statistics and yeah. information that you could gather from it. It looked amazing. It, like I've only watched very short parts of it yeah. because if I watched any more, I'd be so upset that I never got to experience <laughs> it so I kind of left it. But yeah, I agree with you. It looked amazing. Yeah, HoloLens is an interesting technology and something I'd love to see more of. Yeah. Augmented reality, I think, is very cool. We're going to get there. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's what I've got there. Um before we go into Halo novels, let's switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to do the quiz right now? Let's do it. Let's do the quiz. So what I've got, I've just you can Google this at home if you want to do it, um, but I guess you're going to get the answers now, <laughs> is Games Radar have <clears throat> a Halo trivia quiz. All right, now, on. let's see if Jono can do better than me. I got, I think I was, oh, I think I got 15 or 16. Out of how much? Out of 20. Okay. So, but because That's you're- a respectable score. Well, because you're an expert though- <laughs> I'm not going to give you the multiple choice answers. Oh, okay, bring it on. Besides on one. So who announced Halo? Who announced, sorry, the original Halo in 1999? Are you talking about Steve Jobs announcing on stage or Jason Jones? No, I'm talking about Steve Jobs. You got the first one right. He's one for one. <laughs> All right. What is the name of the covenant? And slow down a little bit so people at home can have oh, a guess. Sorry. Um, no, I'm joking. What is the name of the covenant ship in Combat Evolved where Captain Keys is held prisoner? The Truth and Reconciliation. This is the one that I got wrong. Yes, it is the truth and reconciliation. Damn straight. All right. The whole level's named that. <laughs> well, it's a long time since I go. played it. Sorry. A- extra extra points there. There you go. What is the name of the first ever Halo novel? I knew this one. Ah, oh, it was called The Flood. No. Oh, didn't that? Oh, no, The Fall of Reach the did come first. Fall of Reach. That oh, wasn't an option. That wasn't a multiple choice option. It was The Fall, and, Fall of Reach, and you were correct. It's from by Eric Nyland. He's mentioned that before yeah I did I, I always struggle to remember which one came first The Flood is the is one of the few Halo novels I haven't read oh, because it's a retelling of um, the, the game and I love it I know a lot of people think that's not, not cool but I love novelizations of things well I don't mind them but I heard the writing on it wasn't that great oh, I've, well you're welcome to borrow it it was an easy read like, yeah that's know. what I've heard that too yeah alright which two covenant? Oh, I answered some of this before for you. Which two covenant weapons was Chief unable to use in mm. the original Halo Combat Evolved? Well, I knew straight away it was the energy sword for starters. Um, ah, the fuel rod cannon. Yes, mate, you are on fire. Is this working? Here we go. Yes, and the fuel rod cannon. Um, that didn't. They didn't come playable until Halo, Halo 2. Two. Yeah, and that was cool in Halo Two. That's right, because in Halo One, um, you'd shoot someone, it would drop and explode. Yeah, it was like dropping a grenade. All right. Oh, this is too easy. What is the name of the Covenant soldier you get to play as in Halo 2? The Arbiter. Mr. Jolly McSword's person is not acceptable. Uh, um, yes. Funnily <laughs> enough, um, not the first Arbiter. Tell us more. Uh, the Arbiter that appears in Halo Wars is the first one we encounter chronologically. Yep. Like we, you play as the Arbiter. So what is an Arbiter? They're like the voice or something of the... Of the, the Sangeli, but it became a, um, or the elites, yep. but it became a position of shame. That's that the, right. Um, I remember that, that cool cut scene. Yes, exactly. That the um, the prophets had had changed that the role of the Arbiter from something that was, you know, really respected by the elites or the Sangeli to yep. something that was 
uh, uh, yeah, very much so. You were given that role because you'd done bad and you had to redeem yourself. Huh. Yeah. All right. True or false, Halo 2 is a best-selling original Xbox game of all time. True. Yeah, we said that before as well. All right. Here we go. What weapon directly replaces the assault rifle in Halo 2? I got this right because it was multiple choice. <laughs> well, because if it was multiple choice, there's, there's two, but um, it's either the SMG or it's the battle rifle. Uh, so you're going to want me to pick, aren't you? Um, battle rifle? Yes, he's on fire. It is the battle rifle. All right. Um, who was the name? Oh, sorry. What was the name of the ARG used to promote Halo 2 before its launch? We spoke I love bees. Before. I love bees is correct. Um, I th- thank you for giving me the um, the novel one because. <laughs> yeah. What is the name of the Halo Two multiplayer map which reappeared in Halo Three as Last Resort? Zanzibar. Zanzibar, which we need to talk about later. I love, yeah. love, love Zanzibar. Amazing map. We'll talk about our favorite maps. Um, what is the name of the multiplayer badge you collect? Oh, this one's going to be hard without multiple choice. What is the name of the multiplayer badge you collect for killing an enemy while they're charging you with an energy sword? Bull Rush. Oh, is it Bull? It's not Bull Rush. It's called um, Bull True. Bull True. I kind of helped you a little <laughs> he bit. He helped there. me, yeah. Bull, he he Bull worded True. it definitely. Do you know what, though? Bull Rush was a better name. Yeah, yeah. Bull Rush is a much better There's, name. There were some interesting jokes about steak involved with that. Um, in later games. I think it was an in-joke in-house at Bungie. Yeah. Cool. Um, The next one, what is the name of Master Chief? John 117. Yes, We know nothing more about it. Of course. What is the last thing? Oh, we said this before as well. What is the last thing Chief says to Cortana before entering cryosleep at the end of Halo 3? Wake me if you need me. Wake me when you need me, yep. Close enough. Um, That was an awesome ending. Yeah. Yeah. True or false, the voice of Cortana changed in Halo 4 because the original voice actor was unavailable. False. Yeah, false. Jen Taylor is the voice of Cortana. I was going to say, I didn't think she changed. Um, she's always but on the voice. There was, it was different. Um, they had, they she were no different. longer animating her. They were using a body double to um, do the animation. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you said this before was as well. five? That was both. Four and five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What does ODST stand for? Orbital Drop Shock Trooper. Yep. It's a cool name. It is. Um, Helljumpers is the um, the nickname that they're given. There was a novel of Hell, called Helljumpers, wasn't there? Or something. Yeah. Novel? Um, oh, that's going to bug me now. Yeah, I think there is a novel. That would be a cool third-person shooter game. That would. All right. Who is the only main character to appear and have a speaking role in Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3, and ODST? Sergeant Johnson. You are so good, man. Sergeant Avery Johnson. He's he only appears at the end yes, of ODST. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And the cutscene at the end. Yeah. And who is the final character to die in Reach? I got this wrong. Can you remember? I could remember their names. Oh, I think besides Noble Six. Because Noble Six, your character, is the last character to die. You but- are right. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Emil? Is the- Emil? Emily? Emil, Emil? Um, Emil doesn't die. That's what that says here. Does it say he dies? We should call Games Radar and tell them Jono knows better. <laughs> um, it, it says Emil the com- final M- NPC to die. 
Emil? Oh, no, that is Emil. Sorry, there's, um, I can't remember his name now. There's um, your sniper, George. George survives. Yeah. He's the only member of Noble Team that actually makes it out. Okay, okay. And you never find out how he made it out, but he does reappear in, in some of the fiction. Cool. Yeah. But you're killing this. You've got a couple more to go. What is the name of the cancelled Halo game overseen by Peter, Lord of the Rings, Jackson? <sighs> it's not Halo Legends. It's very similar to that. It's, um... Damn it! I'm drawing an absolute blank right now. It's Halo something. It is Halo something. I do know that. It's, um... Do you want a clue? Do you want multiple choice? Sure. Okay, so we've got Halo Infinity. No. Halo Chronicles. Halo Universe. It's Chronicles. It is Chronicles. Yeah. All right. You, you, you're, well, you're allowed to have just one little you know, clue there. Thanks. Um, all right. You're giving me three and clues. And again, I have no idea of this one. Um, who wrote the script for the never-been-made Halo movie? I think I might have guessed this one. Wasn't Peter Jackson? No, no. Oh, did Steven Spielberg write one at one point? I I thought it was too, but no. There's, the options are E.M.M. E. Banks, yep. Alex Garland, or Sylvia Plath. Oh, E.M.M. E. Banks mate wrote one. No. Oh, it was Alex Garland who wrote The Beach. The oh, okay. Beach. Are you not in the? I don't know what that is. Anyway, The Beach that, wasn't that that um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie? I don't know. I guess so. Yes, M says yes. Yes, there oh, you M go. says yes. Oh, that was the one with that cool song um, by those All Saints. Anyway, all right. Which yes. game has sold more copies, Halo 3 or 4? Oh, that's a trick question, but let's go 3. Oh, I bet you're good. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, I tapped on 4, but yes, it is 3. It says here, Halo 3, which has sold... One fourteen point five million copies. Oh no, this is to date, so we might be wrong here. I so still this think was... it's probably three. Yeah. All right. And I think this is our last question. The Halo games from Halo Four onwards are known as the Reclaimer games. What does Reclaimer mean according to the Forerunners? It's the um, the group or the the individual that is going to reclaim the mantle of responsibility. Um, that the forerunners held, which was the the people that oversaw all life in the galaxy. That was probably a, a better answer than the three options here. <laughs> We've got human, truth, or war. So it's the humans in this humans, case. Humans, yes, yeah. you are correct. Well done, mate. I think that one that you got wrong, who cares? Um, the rest, you absolutely smashed it out of the park. Thanks, man. All right. So we had a little bit of a break there. Let's keep on going on. Now, Halo Novels. Now, there have been a ridiculous amount. Like I'm just showing Jono the list here. And jump on the website to have a look. We're not going to go through all of them. No. I've read up to the the Cold Protocol. That's it's where it stops. So program. one, two, three, four, five, six of the novels. Then we've got like a whole heap that have come afterwards. For you, Jono, which if someone was going to come in, Halo fan or not, but probably Halo fan makes more sense. Yeah. Which ones are the which which novels do they need to read? Has to be Fuller Reach. Fuller Reach. Fuller Reach is a, an all time favorite of mine. Um, and which tells the story of the Fall of Reach. The fall so of, fall essentially, of Reach. don't don't spoil it all because I guess this is something that if you've not read, I agree. Like I read it, I loved it. It was amazing. It was an amazing story with one of the most action oriented kind of middle to ends I've yeah. read in a story before. Like it really does have a bit of a slow burn. Um, but it, it sets up... But it um, sets up the scene. It does. And it also lets you understand how the Master Chief became the Master Chief in many yeah. ways. Um, but it was a really cool. Like it, it really... Yeah. It told you so much that you never get to see 
in the games. No. Um, but then that ending, like I said, that from about halfway through, it's just yeah, it's action and it's done so well with so much emotion and. But I think interestingly, it also influenced the games yes. in many ways. So um, yes, there was Halo Reach, which, funnily enough, didn't reference a lot of the events in the Fuller Reach at all. In fact, if anything, um, and I don't know if this was an intentional move by Bungie because they wanted to be able to create their own game, so they didn't take a lot of notice of it. But having the Master Chief ha- appear at the end of Halo Reach um, almost broke the events of the Fall of Reach, but it yeah. still kind of works if you look at bit, it carefully. Bit Star Wars-esque there with, you know, the movies are canon and the books are just kind of yeah. flexible a little bit. But if you flex the book just right, it worked. Yeah. Um, but I think the really interesting thing on that is that in terms of the games, it influenced in the original Halo game when you got out of the cryo tube and, and went to the um, to meet up with yeah. Keys on the on the bridge, later when you came back to the wreck of the Pillar of Autumn, you passed by a place where there was another Spartan that had been in stasis. Yes, and um, in the original game, that was just because it was a complete copy of the other room. In the remaster, it was labelled as Linda. Because huh. if you read the book, The Fall of Reach, you understood that something happened to Linda and that she actually was on board the Pillar of Autumn. Yep, there you go. Yeah, cool. It's great book. I think, you know, worth a read if, if you're not a Halo fan. Um, so then we had The Flood, which you said before was the um, novelization. novelization. The and actually, I forgot about this, but it says, well, from my information here, it also featured several side stories. Yeah. So maybe that's something you might just want to yeah. have a read of there. So then we go on. We got, um, first, I'm not going to go through all of them, but First Strike filled in the gaps between. Halo and Halo 2. It also um, directly tied into the end of the Fall of Reach. There you go. So it it kicked off. If the Fall of Reach ended as the Halo game started, then First Strike picked up from exactly where Halo Combat Evolve ended and brought you into events that would later be Halo 2. So um, both of them written by Eric Nyland and they're both fantastic novels. I really enjoy them. Well, then you had Ghosts of Onyx, which was also by Eric Nyland, um, and that was about training of Spartans as but well. also picked up from where um, First Strike ended. And interestingly, all three of those novels really were the side story of what was happening to Fred, Linda, and Kelly outside of the Master Chief's story. So yeah. that when we do finally meet them in Halo 4, for those people that hadn't heard about them before... That that actually been around in the the fiction for a really long time. Cool. Look, I'm not going to go through all the rest, but um, yeah, I, Contact I think Harvest, they're three of the best. Yeah, Contact Harvest, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, like, so that was I. a really good novel, and I remember reading that and just thinking, again, this could be a story kind of standalone to yeah. Halo in a lot of ways. Um, it was really cool. Um, where else? What? Anything else in this kind of massive? List of Halo Halo books. Um, the Forerunner Saga, the three books that make up that. It's yep. written by uh, Greg Bear, who's a, a very uh, big name sci-fi um, writer. Really fantastic series. Um, really in depth. They're kind of like the Lord of the Rings in the sense that there's another language to them almost. Because you had you got me there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really good because it's um, it's talking all about the Forerunners and their society. So. Your understanding of how how the universe works. Well, it's set ten thousand years in the past. Wow. So, um, yeah, really interesting series of novels and makes Halo Four a much richer game for it. Cool. <laughs> yep. Um, but there's uh, even the um, the Kilo Five trilogy as well. Um, Grasslands, the Thursday War, and Moral Dictator are fun fun stories. They're very um, 
they're written by I think her name's Karen Travis and she's written um, books about Star Wars Republic Commando awesome. and, and a couple other series like yep. that. She writes really cool sort of uh, military slash uh, spy type stories and she does a good job with this too. Cool. Um, I can see a list there and there are actually f- about four or five more novels that have come out since as well. Wow. Four or five, or maybe it's three or four. But there's um, a few novels that have been added since um, that I haven't had a chance to read yet. But the thing I'm looking forward to most, which isn't on the list, is um, there's one book on there called The Halo Mythos. If you're ever looking for something that ties in everything we've talked about, so the all the, the background story of all these novels as well as all the games, it actually is a timeline from 10,000 years in the past to the current day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo Mythos, brilliant book, worth awesome. a read. But the other one that I'm looking forward to that's due out September this year is the first of um, a, a book that's... If you've ever seen the cross-sections books for Star Wars... Yeah, I've got all of them. They're amazing. I, I would love to get the new Rogue one yeah. one because I, I really love the cutaways in that and I, I love cutaways. It's a massively thick book, that one too. Yeah, I, I, I really want a, a few of them. I just haven't got any. Yeah. Um, but this one is going to be a must-buy. Awesome. Um, there's a Halo one coming. Same artist oh, that does the Star Wars yes. ones. It's concentrating on 10 of the main ships throughout the Halo universe. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, one of the books here says it's written by Frank O'Connor, the yeah. Halo Saints Testimony. It's very so digital um, digital story. Yeah, it, it did get released as a physical book eventually as well. I'll have to check that out. Um, but the digital one's only about four bucks or five good. bucks. Worth reading? Um, yeah, it's a good read. It's, um, it actually has some threads into some of the other novels, but it, it's a very interesting story that is very much tied into Halo 5 in in theme, if not direct links. Cool. Yeah. All right. So we'll quickly move on to some Halo comics. Yes. So there's been Marvel comics releases, yes. Dark Horse releases, and then a couple of... I just got other miscellaneous here. Yeah. I think there's more than I've got here. That's where Helljumper comes into it. There was a Helljumper yeah. Halo comic series, and I've got that, and I've read that I think quite read a while ago. Um so, again, there's a couple of Fall of Reach comics there. Which are just um, novelizations of the books. I haven't read them personally. Well, comic I'd versions like of the books, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I say the other way Novelizations, yeah. yeah. You know, we know what you mean. Yeah. Um, and then, so there was a graphic novel right at the beginning. Um, Which is cool. I had some really yeah. nice artwork in it. Yeah, really yeah. cool. Um, and a really cool collector's edition hardcover. Yeah. Kind of Master Chief kind of falling back. That was yeah. really awesome. Um, what do you think here? What, do people, what, what should people read? Um, should they read any of it? The graphic novel's fun, but there's nothing essential yep. storyline-wise in there. If you're not big on reading books, but you'd love to read the Fall of Reach series, then definitely get that. Um, it was published by Marvel, but I believe Dark Horse now publishes it. Okay. They've got the rights to it anyway. Um, I mentioned earlier that there is some storyline outside of between Halo 4 and 5. Yep. Um, that oh, yes, it was an interesting read. Um, and that's Dark Horse's Escalation series. It's 25 issues, I think it is. Yep. I got them all digitally. Um, it, it, The pace of it is funny. There's some that were really awesome reads and I tore through them. There were some that were just really slow and it was funny because it's the same writers, but the artist changed a little bit throughout it. The covers were really awesome. They were all concept art done by um, Sparth, I think is his nickname. The guy does a lot of concept art for both Halo 4 and 5 and amazing concept art. But um, not to spoil anything, the Master Chief and Blue Team do encounter the Didact again and then help to 
also not encounter him ever again. And this, is, this is all canon, right? Like in terms of Halo or? Yeah, it is. There's nothing that directly contradicts it, but it does play a little bit loose and fast with some parts, but it's a lot of Infinity storyline. Yep. Um, it was very much designed as a, a bridge between Halo 4 and 5. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, and then we'll move on to Halo movies and TV series. So we've got, and I'm going to go through the list here. Yeah. So we've got Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn. So this was the live action. Great. With the so cool. tallest Master Chief guy yep. in it and that warthog, which we saw in videos for years yep. um, from um, Weta Workshop, I yeah. think, built it all. It had something to do with it. Yeah, it, apparently it's built off the body of a Land Cruiser. Oh, so cool. And it, and it just, it was it was awesome. And it yeah. was, you know, done, it was advertised really cool. You weren't sure how much cheap you were going to get in it. Um, yep. and it. And I thought that was... And you got the right amount. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like, you know, Hollywood budget production no. values or anything like that. But with what they did and the way they did it, I thought they did an amazing job. So do I. Um, then you had Halo Nightfall, which was leading into five Halo Five. So with um, which was a bit of fun. It had Locke as your main character. Yeah. Um, Nick Fury. Nick, yeah. not Nick Fury. No, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, oh, I was getting confused. Um, yeah, Luke Cage from the Netflix series. Yeah, um, yeah uh, good fun. Um, I don't know if it's my favourite story. Yeah, because um, I, I think it was a bit slow paced at times, and it, I don't think it really added anything massive to the story but you it know, was really I don't, fun I don't know if I ever finished it I gotta I gotta go back and watch it um, so then The Fall of Reach so that was having we watched it in the last day or two you just said you did yeah um, I really enjoyed it again yeah, I, I for me the animation style like it was almost like a motion comic yeah in it a is lot of ways. very close to motion um, I it didn't capture me like the visuals of it the have a watch of it again. I think you might like it a second time. Right? I have to give it a go. Yeah. Because what I found with all three of those, they were all lead-ins to, to games that were coming out. Yes. And um, all to set up some potential part of story. Both Nightfall and Fall of Reach were designed to set up five. And Forward Unto Dawn was designed to set up four. And introduce you to characters and gave you a bit of background to them. But at the time, you were usually really waiting for the game and yeah. all the story that was going to give you and it didn't give you a lot but if you watch them again after the fact having known more about the characters um, they become a bit richer for we'll it we'll have to do that yeah. um, then we had Halo Legends that's, I both like and hate it that, that's that's the yeah, um, animated, animated with different stories yeah. kind of like in the same vein as the Animatrix exactly which is phenomenal yeah. the Animatrix, oh, is Animatrix phenomenal. I remember watching that I, w- I was lucky enough to see it at the movies yeah they me had too. a special screening yeah. oh screenings um, but Halo Legends I, I love this like I'm a yeah. huge anime I love anime yeah um, and seeing yeah that kind of I agree with you that they weren't all great no but and I, I remember watching it I don't I, it's been a long time since I see it but I remember thinking I wish there was more a couple more stories or something yeah. as well. Um, but- I think Calling It Legends in hindsight, and I'm going to watch it again. I've got it ready to, to watch, um, was a smart idea. Because if you think about it now in hindsight, they're good if you consider them potentially not canon stories. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I I love the idea of, you know, building up the Halo universe and whatnot, but the idea of non-canon stories every now and then, like expanded kind oh, of. Good. It's I, I love that sort of thing. So we had Halo Landfall. I'm trying to. I, I'm. I'm sure I've watched it. I just. I'm drawing a blank right so now. So there's Halo Land, Halo Landfall. There's another motion comic as well. Um, but then, while you're looking up Halo Landfall, yep, there is the probably one of the best things, and I think a huge contributing factor to Halo's like online presence 
and I know it's not made by them. was fantastic. It was the first live action with the Warthog by Weta Studios. Oh, we got the wrong way around with Forward Unto Dawn, did we? No, Forward Unto Dawn had the Warthog in it as well, but this was, um, it was getting ready for Halo 3. Okay. It was uh, the Chief crashing back to Earth. Yes. There was a bunch of ODSTs. Yes, yes, That was fantastic. So, I was just about to get to it. Sorry. That's all right. And I know it's not canon, but it should be. Red vs. Blue. Such a great series. So Red, like, it is, I, I it, it transcends it. It Halo. Does. Like, people watch Red vs. Blue and have watched Red vs. Blue who've never played a Halo game, I'm sure. Like, it is it is a comedy series yep. that is just phenomenal. And, and it influenced what they put into, like, subsequent Halo games, like, yeah. from then on, in terms of the way that, that you could build, like, the video editing yeah. um, abilities and how you could... You know, and the forge features, yeah, and, and not have like your that. weapon shown yeah. when you're watching things, and like put it away, and and the way that the head would move, like the way that they they created Red vs Blue with that with those primitive technology at that oh, time, it was very clever. And well, it's why Rooster's teeth is so big now. And congratulations to yeah. Rooster Teeth, honestly. Like the amount of entertainment that we all got from Red vs Blue, yeah. the amount of laughs, and you know, just ah, oh, it was. It was great. And the fact that it had a continuing story over so many episodes. Yeah. Um, and you can go online and buy the DVDs, you know, and, and there's it's a massive collection yeah. of it. Um, it's it's amazing. Like And like I said, it is beyond – it's gone beyond Halo now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I remember that when they went the jump from – whichever Halo to the other one in an episode, like they went through the portals thing or something. That's I remember right. watching that going, this show is just going to go on forever. Was that like two to three or something? Yeah, something yeah. like I can't remember what it was. But man, that, that's that's something special. And if yeah. you've never watched Red vs. Blue, it's worth watching a couple of episodes of the first, right from the beginning. I think it yeah. still, would still hold up. Um, have I missed anything on the TV and movie front? I think so. I mean, we, we mentioned some of the ads that yes. has some amazing animation in them and or or video work. So, yeah, and no, I think there's some really clever things. It's just a shame that the movies never took off yeah. or you know made it past the initial planning stages. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind that we're going to get a Halo movie one day. Whether it will be a retelling of a game or it will be a standalone story or a reimagining or whatever it will be, but it's he's hoping. But maybe hoping. maybe the, the ship's passed as well and. Maybe it's best that it doesn't now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know. We'll I still watch it either way. I hope so. Um, well, I, I'm sure you'll watch it, but I hope it. I hope it comes out. Then we've got, and there's a lot of these. So art books and strategy guides. Now we don't want to go through all of them, but I, well, I mentioned got, Halo Mythos before. Yeah, okay. and, and then the Halo Encyclopedia. Yep. as well, which is really cool. Which, um, if you're going to buy it now and you've never gotten one. Make sure you get the fully updated version. They've updated it twice. Ah, oh, I don't think I've got that one. No, neither do I. <laughs> um, but, the, but the strategy guides for these things, like Halo, I think it was Halo Four strategy guide, is like like an inch thick. Yeah, you know, like it's, and and a lot of artwork. That's what I love about it, these yeah. things. Yeah, they're really cool. Like the first couple of strategy guides were those Prima type, you know, very yeah. cheap looking things. But then they started getting into the hardcover, beautiful, you know looking yeah. strategy guides. And then you've got, yeah, like you said, um the the mythos. There's something called a, a beastarium. Like I've not You have it. Do I have it? Yeah. Oh. Series is jumping up talking to me. Um I've got it? Yeah, it came with Halo three. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So I didn't even know I've got it. There's a couple of art books. Um I think I've got the art of Halo three and Yeah. One of one of the other ones, I think a five or whatever it is. Um 
Yeah, three. I remember getting you when I was at Borders. I got us both a copy. Thank you. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and yeah, just some really cool kind of world building stories. And just ex- I think that war fleet that you see at the bottom of your list is the book I was talking about before with the, the cross sections. Oh, there you go. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, any favourites there, Jono? Um, I think I've already mentioned them. Like I love all the um, the like, the guides because of the artwork inside them but Halo Mythos is a really great one for just having a guide to the entire story even better than the encyclopedia awesome the encyclopedia is great don't get me wrong it's very much like a DK book with lots of images yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. brief descriptions but the Mythos sort of is really good if you enjoy the story cool um, but yeah looking forward to Warfleet awesome alright and to finish off on this sort of thing um, just some collectibles some merchandise toys what are our favourites there I went through a period where I collected all of the McFarlane and Halo 3 uh, figures I just every time Big Bad Toy Store there we go I'm going to give you guys a shout out um, I brought one along oh nice <laughs> my, my, my son said you've got to bring it along because I was telling him about the Halo special so um, this was from Halo 4 4 yeah. yeah yeah I've got a couple of these ones now these the Halo figures from each game so I've got Halo 1 through 4 the, the, the Master yeah. Chief what they had. Yes. So Halo 1, the range of Halo 1 figures were massive. They were. They weren't very... They didn't have many... Joyride Studios. So that's right, yeah. yeah. And I've still got a couple of boxed... Um, I've got like a blo- boxed black master... Like a master I, I black armor. A, a boxed blue one. Yeah, I've got yeah. a couple of other ones as well. Because um, I had to get the rocket launcher one because yeah. when I played with, with my mate Steve, like he would be that color and I had yeah. to get the other one because I would be that color. So we've got a couple, I've got a couple of box ones, but I opened my Master Chief. So I've got one, two and three. Yep. And when you put them together, well, not four as well, but they kind of look really, like the, 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 the progression downwards yeah. in size, but the, the detail oh, in what they amazing. became as well. It was really cool. Um, I've got a Warthog um, as well. I've got that, a few Warthogs. In the range. I do, um, I do wish I'd gotten the, because um, a lot of the Warthogs I'd say we'd have were smaller than the, what are they? What would you call them? Um, they're not a six-inch figure. They're a bit smaller than that. Yeah, they're like a four and a half inch. Four and a half, probably. Um, it's funny how in action figures we talk about inches. Yeah, I know. I said inches before for the book, and I. Anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> we're in Australia. Exactly, but the for Halo Reach, they released a warthog that was in size with the the four-inch figures. Oh, nice! And it's it's. It's still to this day one of the pieces that I never got, but I wish I had. Because yeah, they released those micro, so not micro. They did have micro ones, yep. and they've got the mega blocks and all that as well. Yep. But they released like a range that was kind of halfway between. Yeah, and that came with the warthog yep. and a ghost and all that sort of stuff. And I've got those at home yeah, as me well too. somewhere. But um, so the figures are really cool. The mega blocks range. It's such a shame. Like mega blocks is is cool. Don't get me wrong. It just can't hold a candle. It to Lego. It's not Lego. And and. We are enormous Lego fans, yep. right? Like, massive. It will always be. Um, yeah, I, I would have loved to to have seen. Like, I've I've seen the the Pelican is is really cool. Yeah. Um, but I can just imagine having like you know a scorpion, a Lego yeah. scorpion or something like to scale to the Lego figures. Like, how cool would that be? And and to Mega Blocks credit, now that they're owned by Mattel as well, um, they've done an amazing job. They with, have with yes. what they've given the fans, like such a and both of us, of we've vehicles. got some of the little characters and yeah. a couple of the vehicles ourselves, but um, they have really done a good range of... It's just, yeah, unfortunately, Mega Bloks just doesn't hold a candle to yeah. the, the quality of Lego, and so... I agree. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no. Um, but going on with what we were talking about with, with um, 
you know, collectibles for special editions. There were some really cool ones. You know, and they not were. only were the statues really cool, but a lot of the like the inserts that you got with them, like yeah. the books, and the books there was that one for was it Halo three where there was a card and it wasn't until like a couple years ago that somebody figured out if you held it under black light that's right that it showed a secret message yeah like how incredible that there were people who knew about this and didn't say anything for years and years and years until somebody discovered it on their own on random yeah that's incredible and that's like nowadays something like that comes out like there's a there's you know there's not many cool Big secrets. Big that secrets you out find there. out later on. Yeah. If you want to call stories about secrets, go and check out the trials and trials evolution secrets. They're amazing yeah. stories. But um, that was that's so cool. So yeah. that like in terms of collector's editions, what you get, you know, you get patches in some of them, and yeah, I you know, that. stickers. I think a couple of them as well. Yeah. Um, really cool little cards kind of from you know Dr. was it Dr. Halsey from one of them? Remember Dr. Halsey I think that's the card that actually had the black light yes. feature but also you got her personal um, diary or diary, something yeah, yeah which had some really cool information on how she you know planned to augment those kids that became the Spartan 2s yeah was they've done an incredible job with that like we said I wished there was something with the Master Chief collection that kind of tied it together nicely yeah, maybe like nice. a statue with each of the Master Chief, just different armies slightly different stuff, armies. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, thank you for even giving us that game in the first place. Thank you for everything with Halo. It's awesome. Exactly. Um, in terms of overall for for in every kind of collectible, my favorite that I own yep. is that I got the bubble sheet, bubble shield, sorry, Master Chief. So That's where right, he's down kind of ground pounding or something like that yep. sort of you know position and the shield's kind of breaking away that was very cool. around him. I love that. Mm. Uh, that's my favorite I own. My favorite Halo collectible that I've seen that I would love to own is the hand of Master Chief with, with Cortana. Cortana in the kind of hologram that coming out of that little because it's thing he's one to one size, isn't it? Oh, it's the life goodness. size. Oh, I've I've seen it at a convention somewhere. Um, so there was a wetter workshop that, that, yeah. that did it, and there was a wetter workshop at one of the supernovas or something. I think it was supernova. I thought and, we saw it. I think oh, we both saw it, didn't we? Man, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah I was with you. Um, I remember. Yeah, we we're just drooling. I got mm. photos of it. That's just, I would love. I don't know how much yeah. I would you know, have I to pay to get it to now. See. I don't want to think about it. But um, that would be an incredible showpiece. Yeah. Do you have some favorites of that high end kind of thing? Um, a lot of the high end stuff hasn't impressed me as much as I'd like. I, I agree with you that um, the hand of the Master Chief with Cortana off it was very cool. Um, I I really wanted there was that series that Dark Horse put out of the starships of um, the Halo universe yeah, that are in the those. shops right now. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted them, but I actually saw one out of a box the other day at King's yeah, Comics. Um, the Spirit of Fire, which is one of my favourite ships, and it looked really cheap yeah. for the price they're asking for, which is like between eighty and ninety dollars. It I could paint a better paint job, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I'm really disappointed by that, but. My two Holy Grail pieces right now in terms of just more general collectibles yep. that I'd love to add to the collection would be the Warthog I talked about from yep. Halo Reach and the two, you could get two different turrets for it, the rocket launcher turret and the gas uh, gun turret Nice. Um, with different Spartans that came with them. So instead of buying a whole new Warthog, you just changed out the yeah, turret. Yeah, yeah. And then the other piece uh, is a piece I could still get today and hopefully I'd like to get one day is um, now with Mattel holding the license for um, Halo collectibles. They had the Boomco weapons, which were a rival to Nerf guns. I was going to get onto this. Yes, go. 
and um, I have the SMG, which is not that great. Yeah, it's okay. And the pistol, which is amazing. Yeah, um, it just looks good and it it feels good in your hand and it fires really well. But I really, really, really love the assault rifle. Yeah, like well, the needle was amazing. I thought it looked really cool, but for me, the UNSC weapons were always my favorite thing much more so than the covenant i thought they were well designed but they were too alien to suit my tastes yeah um but that assault rifle just looks cool well, i've seen it in person but i've never seen it in retail in australia i could order it from online but again money and time you've got or had i don't know if you still got that i still have them the laser tag yeah and that was incredible like i remember when you they got are them amazing. and you would shoot the um the plasma, the plasma rifle, pistol and rifle and it, and it would kind of Go back and forth like it did in the game. Like it would actually and move. it would even overheat and these yes, little prongs would pop out. Yeah, it was it was an amazing. Even the pistol would overheat and make a, a charging noise. They they put so much care into they those did. things, and we had as adults stupid amount of fun. Like yeah, have fun. Um, don't worry about it. Um, we we love that sort of thing. It was yeah. so cool. Um, but yeah, look, there's been incredible like. I've got at home as well, like in the McFarlane range. I think it was the McFarlane range. Yep. The Brute um, figure as well, which was massive. Yeah. I got a couple of grunts as well. Um, they just did such a good job with them. And I, I You've seen my um, Hunter? Yes. Yeah, he's actually right behind you in the shelf. Um, yeah, the Hunter yeah, from McFarlane. Yeah, he just towered over the Spartans. I really wish I had a second one because yeah. they should go in pairs. They go in pairs, yeah. But um, yeah, he's a really cool collectible too. Yeah. Um, but mate, Awesome collectibles, yep. awesome stories, awesome cool. books, TV shows, and incredible games. Yep. Before we sign off here, anything else you wanted to say about Halo? Or um, I'm really looking forward to... I know 343 have a lot of love for it, and while they've had um, moderate success with the games they've released so far, I hope nothing but the best in getting out yep. the next game, so whatever that ends up being, Halo 6, I'm guessing. Yes. Um, Halo yeah. 6 colon... Colon. What do you reckon it's going to be? Oh, well, last <laughs> one was Guardian, so <laughs> Halo 6 Cortana. No, that doesn't sound right. We'll wait and see. I'm wait intrigued. See. Rampancy. Domain. No. Domain. Could be. Could be. Well, Jono, your Halo cred, I think, has shot through the roof after this. No, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> it's been awesome chatting with you. Thank you for sticking around through this epically long podcast. As a little oh. ending treat, like I said, right at the top of the show, um, want to give a big thanks to Palette Swap Ninja. So just a really quick background in terms of podcasting for me, right at the beginning when I first got into listening, um, KOXM podcast. So Dan Americk and Ryan McCaffrey. Ryan McCaffrey now over oh, yeah. on I- OGN. Yep. Um, and he's doing one of the best podcast series, if not the best podcast series going around right now um, called IGN Unlock, Unfiltered, sorry, Unfiltered, where he speaks to... Um, some of the he says the best and brightest in the industry he did one with Peter Molyneux recently and the it was so candid and, yeah. and you got so much information that he never presented before awesome worth checking out but Dan Americk the other host of KOXM yep. has his um, band called Palette Swap Ninja which is a parody kind of um, um, tribute band yep. where they do really cool um video game and pop culture music they just yeah. released a new album recently um, all Star Wars themed oh, nice. um, so reached out to them and their you know it's it, their music is all free to download they're yep. more than happy for us to use it and for us to use some of their music in the future which i think when it fits we'll definitely love yeah, to um entirely you know go and check out their website you can find them on online palette swap ninja so 
as we sign off here, we're going to finish up with, we're going to say goodbye and then we're going to be playing um, one of the gems from them, Halo, um, This Is All I Play, oh, song. It's, 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 a, it's a classic in, in the tune of Red, Red Light Chili Peppers. So thank you um, for listening. Uh, you Thanks, can Joe. find us in all the usual places on our website. Um, this is probably where I'm going to hand out to Jono because he's got this part down, Pat. And um, you can catch us on versusplayer.com. Of course, iTunes, where you probably found us. But also you can find us on the Google Play Store in America, on Stitcher and Pocket Casts and Instagram and uh, occasionally Twitter, but also Facebook. Thanks for for listening. Thanks to Joe for being such an amazing host on this Halo oh, special mate. and keeping me excited. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. And look, and if it's the first time you've listened to us because you came along because it's Halo, come and check out some of our other stuff. Check out our website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for coming along. And here is um, Palace Hop Ninja with an awesome ditty. Thanks, guys. That I tried were not enough to waste my time on I don't really see why you play COD and Fallout 3 felt so contrived Don't understand why you play Rock Band Cause it's just one game that I get high on Play it all the time, it's gaming redefined Copied it to my hard drive Halo, this is all I play Ooh, I got my head all I play I always know when my ammo is low and a fast reloads what I rely on on a killing spree no one's as good as me through the campaign and I haven't died come to believe that I'm better than Steve when we play split screen he gets his cry on no one's beating me challenge is what I need bad I would rule on Xbox Live hello this is all I This is all I play. Ooh.
Shouted, but it kinda doesn't matter. From-